0: so as we had left off last week you know for once this is kind of a rarity among the party we left off in a pretty positive situation there are a lot of your investigations throughout the I,
1: I was embarrassed horribly that was not positive for me hey, it's
0: your fault you took the gloves.
2: <laughs> he, he's got a point I got what I wanted. I'm pretty happy.
1: It's only
0: by a technicality of your elven blood that you're even allowed in that section. (laughs) So, (laughs) last week, we really had a good culmination of the amount of progress we've made since we arrived in the dwarven city of Cobbler. We have helped out the local council of regents, uh, formed of the ten guild masters of the guild halls throughout the city with a wide variety of different things. We have found a missing traveling priest. We have fought two ridiculously gigantic serpents out of the middle of the lake that seem to have been disrupting their supply of crab. We have investigated an attempt to frame one of the guildmasters themselves for theft in the very regent's vaults, And we found some strange discrepancies in the Great Wall separating Cobbler from the undead ruins of Sagarok to the north. We have made some progress and we reported back to the council with our discoveries so far and the last we had accomplished before ending our previous episode we were actually invited to the vault of regents itself by the head guild master forge master thunderflare of the Anviler's guild who allowed each of us to choose one item uh one artifact or enchantment of some kind to aid us in our further investigations, but also to reward us for the work done so far. So everyone got some new fancy stuff. Uh, The fortunate cave scream also arrived to Grant Marshall, a pretty fancy throwing mallet, which is uh, is a pretty fancy throwing mallet, all things considered. I called it Boomy is the name of my new hammer. Boomy? Boomy. It's like a boomerang. It goes boom when it crashes into things. <laughs> I, I dig it. I-, I actually can't be mad. That's probably the best of your weapons names. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we I mean, came up with Flick. We're competing with Rectangle. So, technically, you came up with Rectangle. You did, actually. Yeah, like, sarcastically. <laughs> it was gleefully adopted. I feel like it, I can't be blamed if it was sar- a sarcastic no. suggestion.
3: No. Now you're responsible for everything you and say. In a, and in all fairness, Rectangle did wreck a
0: lot of things. Rectangle's done good work. But as we come back in to our journeys today, we're heading out of the Vault of Regents as the council has dismissed having heard our progress and told us a little more of further concerns. The Carpenter's Guild, uh, all joiner row has deigned to burden us with yet another problem within the city, but also to trust us with the influence of his guild and the things that he's known, which is yet more progress. Now we have eight of the 10 guild masters that are at least willing to place a degree of faith in the heroes of Reachill Hill to assist the city with its problems. And you would have headed out of the vaults with your brand new armful of toys and back into the streets of Kovler for what is uh, a little past the middle of their day, maybe late afternoon. But what is becoming terribly weary for the group of you who still do not function on this same timekeeping. So back in the streets of the town, my friends. Is it to bed? Please. you get more wish to accomplish?
4: Uh, bedtime. Well, tough time. There is the Guild of Arms. They do owe us some trinkets.
0: That is true. Commander Bronzebeard has promised you uh, some supplies from his vaults as well uh, for your services, slaying those two gigantic serpents in the lake.
4: How far away is that? Like literally three blocks
0: over. Uh, You're on the northern end of town in the Council of Regents Hall. He's like... So yeah, you're you're not terribly far away. You are, if you want to bring up the map for a moment, so uh
3: roshin should we uh merely skip down to the arms
0: you guys are in the little turtle shaped building i like it's the turtle building forever the turtle. on the right there the turtle-shaped and the uh door. the guild hall of arms is up almost the furthest northwest building in the city itself uh, the largest of the red buildings up in this last i don't really know if it, it really really counts as its own district really it, it, it's it. largely what were ancient barracks because Cobbler once was the military district of Sagarok that has kind of been converted into a district. So yeah, I suppose it counts now. Um, it has a name that I have in my sheets here. It is actually just called the Barricade, the barricade. this entire area itself. Hmm. That's fair enough. So it's not terribly far. So uh, a few a minutes walk and you'd be able to arrive there, but it would put you yet further away from the Gold Sky Inn and rest. Well, actually as far as physically possible without leaving the <laughs> confines of Cobbler, really. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs>
6: It works for me. Might as well get it while we are on this side of
4: town. It'll save us a trip later. Oh. I'm already heading that way, I don't know goes, better not let him go by himself.
1: I'm so sore, but okay.
4: We can just put you in the bag if you'd like.
1: I don't want to go in the bag, okay.
4: It'll save the little, little feetsies, you don't have to walk.
1: I don't have little feetsies. I have normal size feetsies.
4: Your feetsies that are pretty dainty. Weird. Probably it's the small shoes you wear. You may consider getting a pair of boots. It'd actually be a trick out around a bit better. The
6: high heels, good for sure, not for uh, literally anything you do. You can always just go barefooted. <laughs> I,
1: I am wearing boots right now. Like, what do you guys think I walk around adventuring in?
6: High heel boots.
1: Well, that's true. They're good for your posture.
6: They're not good for ankles, though.
1: My ankles are fine.
6: They're very bad for your feet, actually. They're currently red, swollen, and
0: hot. <laughs> like limping down the road. My ankles are fine. You would arrive arrive at the Guild of Arms not too long after uh, Commander Bronzebeard's word had come back. And while he did not immediately return back to his own guild hall, uh, Sergeant Stonehill, one of his higher-in-command, has already received the orders that the five of the heroes of Hill are to be allowed to select something from the Guild of Arms stores. And he would take you back into the armory uh, in the back side of the building itself through the main entryway of the, the Guild of Arms in the first real time that you've actually come through the main bulk of the building because normally they kind of made you wait outside when you first got brought here by the scout. And this is, I don't think you've really been back here a ton since nope, then. Really nope. uh, and the main hall is very plainly appointed, but... Large, almost a lion's share of this massive building. A dwarfs all the rest of the buildings in the barricade district. <laughs> is somewhat like an entry to a hunting lodge. Uh, if you replaced all of the wood with stone and brickwork. Two massive no carpenters here. square hertz flanking <laughs> either side of the hall. The area looks not so much welcoming, really. It's, again, quite sparsely decorated, uh, save for a couple of mounted weapons and shields, each accompanied with a small chiseled engraved plaque uh, with who had borne them and what deeds they'd accomplished on the Guild of Arms wall. But through the back of that, the military function of the Guild of Arms becomes very apparent. It's divided into some barracks, some armories. It's much, uh, very heavy on function rather than form. There's a polar opposite to the guild of fineries quarters. It is certainly the guild of arms here. The armory itself in the back is quite sizable. They have access to a lot of weapons and arms and outfitting for their soldiers, and Kovlar's military and their guard seem to be extraordinarily well supplied for a town. Uh, at least for human towns on the surface that you would be used to. Again, kind of makes sense adjoining the massive Earthfire district where almost every building is accompanied by the roar of bellows and the clang of anvils. Uh, But there's a front area with a few simple seats and a window through a massive gated what looks almost like the iron bars of a jail cell separating the back half of the room where all of the weapons, armors, runes, potions, and everything are stored. sergeant stonehill brings you back there and just kind of gestures to the seats in the front half of the armory pulls a key from his belt letting himself back in alongside a steward that seems to be running the uh, armory at the moment who is kind of back amongst the things seemingly cataloging inventory sorting perhaps he's got a fairly uh large ledger in his hand and a quill pen that he's working on something the sergeant turns back around uh over towards the window all right well, it seems I may have misjudged you at our first meeting. And I suppose for that, I owe the good of people an apology. But I hardly think you can blame me given the patently ridiculous situation I arrived to find. With a massive building sized severed head taken up half the docks. But as I said then and I'll say it again now, must have taken some damn fine skill to slay the thing. And the commander's orders here, we have a fair bit of provisions, and you're welcome to your pick or something. We have a wide supply of potions, oils, tinctures, uh, even other sorts of alchemical supplements like bombs and elixirs, are used for various type of tasks. Do you
6: happen to have an extensive collection of uh, talismans? Aye,
0: the talismans are weapons and armor both. We find the edges frequently necessary in a lot of our excursions and in the tunnels around Cobbler. Keeping the roads safe is among the most difficult tasks the Guild of Arms regularly faces. I hear you all came face to face with the Purple Worm on your journey here. Mm. Again, impressive you're able to survive with just the five of you, especially untrained in fighting the things.
4: It uh, was quite a bit surprising, wasn't it? It did uh, have a bit of indigestion
6: when it found us. It made things a little simpler. It almost out was for
4: looking at Marshall when I say that. It actually did eat me. I was inside it. Thank goodness not uh,
0: so spit was me that. out. The thing I want to make sure I understand this correctly, just this isn't a point of order or anything contingent on you receiving your supplies, you're owed, but you were eaten by a purple worm. Quite unpleasant. And you lived. It spits me out in a short order.
1: We, we were eaten by a Big, the big sea monster thingies.
0: Yes, it- Do uh... you regularly make a habit of getting swallowed by well, massive monsters? She teleported into it. That's true. You teleported in? All right, well, clearly your tactics are something beyond anything that I'm ever going to be able to comprehend, I so- mean, I would,
6: You cannot miss if you are inside of the creature.
0: If it
3: makes you feel better, I had
0: a couple of uh, creatures on the way in. I, <laughs> I have to imagine that- the negatives of finding yourself inside the gullet of a purple worm or anything a similar comparable size has to outweigh the benefits of the thing being easier to stab. <laughs> Weapons bear near no influence among the beast if you're not hitting them square in the head. Well, um, I, he happen to uh, eat his heart from
6: the inside out. I would differ in opinion.
0: You can get Right, do it all right. So we got <laughs> <laughs> of both weapon and armor, some of which perhaps could aid in not being swallowed in the first place. <laughs> Anything in particular you're after?
6: Uh, for me, it, it yeah. is a called a fifth band. It is similar to one that I heard in the past, but better
0: and possibly at the top of the list, if you're looking to find yourself perhaps less frequently swallowed by some kind of beasts, I I can fetch one for you. And uh, he turns and just calls back to the uh, steward who's doing whatever he is in the back. I'll get it for you. Hey. (laughs) I'll do it, yells at somebody else. It's called the chain of command, sir. (laughs) Who quickly scurries off to fetch uh, a fade band for you. Um, Fade band. Fade band, that's what I said sound like said bane. Bane band. Oh it's a little ring, right? Like it's a little ring that you put on your armor. No. What is it? It's a string you wrap around your, your armor. Oh, it's literally like just a band of
6: string. Yep. It's <laughs> just a thin string and uh when you get attacked and they miss, you
4: cast second level invisibility.
0: <laughs> I found a nice build. Wow. Tie a little Whoop.
4: shoelace knot in it. Yep. Got a bow. Oh no, my target must not exist anymore.
0: <sighs> oh, if only I had object permanence. He <laughs> <laughs> blinked, I'm gone. All right. Rest you.
4: Uh, well, uh, actually, while we're over here in the section for uh, equipment, uh, on the ride over to Kovlar, my shield was basically uh, folded in half <laughs> about three different times. And uh, only through the miracle of the of the craftsman of Kovlar was it put back in pace. Do you have anything that might make it stick around a bit longer?
0: Hmm. And he uh, reaches down through a couple of Tomes and leather bound journals and other ledgers he's got down beneath this uh, counter at the window in this station here. Uh, aside from getting you a particular, I suppose, a, a banner shield, which isn't really within the realm of what we're commissioned for, I'm gonna be honest. I'm doing these things out. Aye! Still ordered! <laughs> he calls back to the lad who's currently rooting around for uh, a fade vanity kind of turns. Aye, Sergeant Stonehill. Come here in a moment. Well, get that band and then come over here. How about the rest of you?
5: Oh, uh, well.
3: Anyone else know what they're after? I was just curious do you have anything that's uh, that kind of helps uh, keep my enemies at a distance from me so I can keep, you know them further away from me and my allies when necessary if you consider a pole arm well I have I have one hold on I
0: just pulls out all slappy I got one uh beyond that and that this one actually does come in pretty handy you guys are you planning on exploring the tunnels further you think you're running into more of these worms because it seems like I'm more or less giving you the standard kit for the two three times a year we're called to deal with one on the roads there is a tincture it's an oil of sorts that's very highly reactive uh you can apply it to your armor and then when struck with weapon claw or in the case of the worm their very mouths it almost explosively pushes back some kind of magic imbued with it it's it's not alchemy it's it's well, guild of spells business, but they keep them well supplied with them. They're frequently useful dealing with things much larger than yourself. Huh? Repulsion, oiled, something of the sort. Uh, hey, Stewart! <laughs> <laughs> Are you back with that thing yet? I got more. <laughs> At this point, the steward is kind of coming around with the uh, the fade band, this uh, simple twine that's folded over a few times uh, into a, a nicely presentable, maybe hand-sized uh, string that he hands out. And then he uh, turns to Sergeant Zonhild. Uh I, Sergeant, or uh, something you need me for, elsewise? Yeah, uh, this uh, lass here, Powder looking sort. We got something, we got any oils, potions, or anything for shields getting folded in half a little less easily. And uh, <laughs> what is it that you want? Because I feel like you have a specific item in mind. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's called a
4: um, fortifying pebble.
0: Uh, okay, yeah, I don't, the talismans, I don't know all the talismans by, by nature yet. Fortifying Pebble, you say? Yelp. Let me take a look here.
1: You ever get that thing stuck in your it's shoe, it's, it's never pebbles. coming out.
2: It's if you do like butt. 15 of those in your armor, it'll fortify your armor.
4: Sounds like I'm trying to put crystals on it or something. It's called bedazzling. Bedazzling. That's a bedazzler. <laughs> clink, clink, clink.
6: Like you need to
5: give more reasons
6: to...
4: Up. So
6: just buy a bunch of them and glue them to your arm. <laughs> I'm a master crafter. I'm real
4: good at bedazzling things. You oh my god, are. you
1: are bedazzling! But
4: just because you can do something does not I, mean nope. you should. He <laughs> should.
2: He totally should.
0: Four fine pebble. That's not core book, is it? Oh, you know what? It might not be. I look, is it advanced players guide. Uh, it is. What does it do?
4: Uh, so, it wasn't in the core rule book. I like. I'm sorry. Um, you stick it onto an armor, shield, or weapon, and uh, next time that thing takes damage, you break it and you take 10 less damage. Oh, fair enough. It's level 4. That is a. <laughs> it is uncommon, though, and is literally
0: the only thing that will keep my shield from breaking. Is yeah, inside. I think... Uh a level four uncommon uncommon level four with the supplies the guild of arms have that's something they would definitely be able to get for you and the steward would know even if i as gm if not i was wondering i was like i thought did i did good on the most of the talismans that's why it's not a crv one. i don't know all the fancy ones from the other other books yet i can't there's just so many things it's one of the greatest strengths of Pathfinder, right? There's just an infinite increase of new things that you That's can a use. a lot of things. But I can't memorize the things as fast as Paizo can write them because they write them spectacularly quickly, really. Uh, but yeah, so Fortifying Pebble would absolutely be within their means. It's actually in the character guide. Oh, I don't even have a physical copy of that right next yeah, to Yeah, it's it's speaking That's of... That's not in my, my quick reference stack. So speaking of
6: fun things Paizo has written, the Garot Bolt is exactly what it sounds like. It's a bolt that garrotes you.
1: Garrett. Garrett's Gar- you. It garrots yes.
4: you. Yeah. No I mean, why not just shoot somebody with a with a bolt in the throat then?
0: I feel like mean, yeah, I feel if you have the precision to use the, the Garrett well, bolt, you could just
6: use a regular bolt. Well, specifically the reason is because if you shoot them with it and you get a critical, they are immediately suffocating. Well, fair enough.
1: Or, or <laughs> you could just shoot a blanket at them right. and then sit on their face. A wet
2: Someone's sh- gonna saw so, like this kind of stand up on his tiptoes over and point out an open ledger, thirty-four lines down. I want that.
0: What's he looking at? Like, <laughs> I can't
2: guess on that one. I got yeah. nothing. The um the magic arrow, the magic ammunition, spell-storing ammunition. Yeah.
0: Oh, spell-storing ammunition. Yeah. Okay. What a type yeah. five. Matt, he looks down. Ah. Uh. sure I could, I could definitely get you a bit of this, but we're not also. I'm gonna have the Guild of Spells enchanted for you. That's gonna be something you're gonna fin- finagle yourself. And cast magic. You're a. You're a magic rat?
2: I'm a rat. <laughs> but you're I am a magic. magic.
0: Razzie. I'm magic, you
2: Yeah.
0: Is that. What? I've heard. It's like a damn children's story. Dogman's hands. It. Sparkles. You're like one of those. uh You're like one of them wizards' pets that got enlightened. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, That's exactly are you?
2: Are this. you just a human that got squished?
0: Okay.
3: okay. I, I just kind of pick up. Rask. <laughs> I pick up Raz and just gently move on <laughs> to the
0: center. Okay, Raz. Don't screw us up.
2: I shuffle back over. <laughs> you keep that. Yusoki,
0: what is this? It's a piece of paper that tells us about Yusoki. It's written in Dwarf. He kind of tosses it back over to your side of the window. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it. We'll get your smell store in here. bolts. All right, so. <laughs> and Pebble. Smell store in both. You're paying like... attention, Sturdy. You're writing this down. He's like, I I have it, Sergeant. It's two things. I can remember it. Uh, Repulsion. Gel. uh, you then.
1: Uh, I understand that, uh, they have gems that will allow you to, uh, summon, uh, various, uh, creatures. Uh, perhaps earth spirits or elementals.
0: Did he contract you again with, is there another purple worm? Because I haven't gotten anything about a purple worm. But you get getting a potion, gel, a fade band, and you're looking for one of those rock lads to track them. aye?
1: I, I was actually just looking for one because I wanted to play a hand of cards, and none of these folk are any good, so I was hoping the golem might actually give me a challenge.
0: Can they think?
1: Oh, yes, they're very good card players.
2: <laughs> she says that, but she hasn't won against me yet.
0: Alright. I feel I'm, like I need to practice. That's I feel like I need to have the to golem. talk she with the High Magos. Ain't nobody thinks could think. You told me to throw the rock on the ground and do it does what it does, we, we tell it to do.
1: Oh, no! You you haven't been giving them encouragement and and telling them what a good job they're doing?
0: They work fine without that. They must right? be so
1: depressed. One of these days, you're going to do it and they're just not going to come.
0: All right, steward. Find me some time in the High Magos' schedule to be contact for these gems and for the repulsion oil and the other elixirs. And then get me one of those uh, landslide rocks, will you? And the uh, steward nods again. Hi, sergeant. Hey, you read it down. You got this. I got it, sergeant. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Resume puts her hand back behind her back for Trashik to give her a high, to give her a low five.
0: As he heads back and finds out a couple uh, of things, bringing back a handful of different talismans. fortifying pebble for your shield, a uh, piece of spell storing ammunition for Raz to fire. What, what is it The you have? There's an arrow or a, bolt it's or a bolt? It's a bolt. I kind of figured it was a bolt. A little tiny spell storing bolt.
6: Oh, it's ammunition. You can choose what type it could be a pebble it can be an arrow or a
0: bolt. can you actually just have a rock
6: it's spell soaring
0: that's fair i Fling suppose or if you're uh, a certain defender of kintargo uh what i'm pretty sure is just <laughs> anti-aircraft <storing>. munitions yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she flings with her hoe uh. turn to flak rounds when she throws <laughs> spell
6: storing 30 millimeter flak.
0: i didn't think of this repulsion gel for martial repulsion oil Repelling oil? I, oil? I don't remember exactly think, what the name is. I think it's but oil. I think, I, know it's,
6: I think it is oil of repulsion.
3: It's um, cool.
0: a, a repulsion gel is portal. Repel, a repulsion oil is the thing that we need here. Uh, brings all of these back for the group of you, as well as a small gemstone. Uh, what looks like a gemstone, uh, about the size of your hand. It's cut very sheer. Uh, a very squared and sort of muddied dark crystal that's not transparent at all and looks very similar to two other identical gemstones that you uh, have in your bag that i don't believe we've identified we have <laughs> identified those still That we found in Gumcheck's check's horde back in the oh. hall of gogs he puts these things on the counter in this little window in the massive gate and Slides them all out here and here.
1: That, that gem looks awfully familiar.
2: Huh. It, it looks like the ones we got back with the gugs.
4: Gug, 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 gug,
1: Oh, oh, it I doesn't... totally forgot that we had those. Well, I guess we know what they are now.
4: We've just been so wrapped up in all of these things, these irons. we we never actually, goodness, we still have the coin collection. We have to sell, we have, Trishik, we have to sell that. Surely there's a collector in Cobbler to take it.
1: You have a coin right. collection? No, It was in we, the same hard. You've forgotten it exists. You're such a nerd. <laughs> I think
6: everyone was busy not dying. Yeah, immediately and, leaving. <laughs> and then getting tossed into a pitch black area full of undead being led by a dwarf who said, we could talk to this one undead, but you speak Necro, so I really don't like you, but you can talk to the dude, so now we're inside. Then there's all these other problems. Now we're here.
0: Yeah. There's a large amount of distractions and, we went and diversions that happened immediately after uh I mean, list finding of priorities. what the Gugs thought was important. And uh, yeah, we kind of forgot about all that, huh? Uh, it was I, dark and I, scary.
1: I guess we'll take them out and take a look at them since we're sitting here. And if
0: you pull those two crystals uh, with that similar or aura of conjuration across them out of your bag, they would look exactly identical to the crystal that was just handed to you what? by the steward
1: well you know what now we have a third and three's a lucky number
0: Is that that's Fox now i would have to disagree
2: i thought it was four
0: man i would really like one of these elemental gems here you go oh i have two of them <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> now you can feel three times as bad
1: ooh, ooh, ooh. are they for different types of elementals at least
0: are they are um, now knowing what it is, you would need some time to sit down and identify them. But when you, when you get that time, when you get back to your in here, You mean no, like a are, minute? They're literally all living landslide yeah. elemental gems. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you wanted a living landslide elemental gem, and two living landslide elemental gems are what you got from the Gug Horde. So now you have three living landslide elemental Something gems.
1: Something is getting crushed.
0: Look at this little guy. He's so happy.
1: Aww. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Can we take a look at the coins? Yeah. There
0: we go. It's a collection. It's a nice
6: little... Uh, you sell it. He's Aww. so tiny. Collection. Then you get money. Put, I him in you dice get money. Tra- put him
0: in the dice tray. Dice Marshall tray. Marshall kind of wants to pet better. rock. Bah. Look at him. He's a he looks so he looks really angry in that picture, but it's because he's been sitting in your bag for like nine sessions. Since I th- <laughs> it hasn't been identified at any point.
1: <laughs> Since I have three of them, can I like keep him over here now so I can like cast him like he's a like like like, like in a little yeah, ball? Yeah, sure,
0: hand that down there. Pokemon our. battle thing. Have day. a That's have like, a beast pun. That's your living landslide. You can yeah, you can absolutely just pokeball him out whenever you want. Times three. <laughs> Times three. Nice. So uh with that, I guess I hand everything over. The sergeant uh, signs off something on the bottom of this missive that he has and I hands it to the steward who signs it as well. Right then, that was everything we had commissioned for you from the commander. I'll have to ask you all to head out of the, ordinary, uh, the armory so I can see this back up. But, uh, and as he lets himself out and then locks that door behind him, leaving the steward to head back to his ledger and continue to do what he was doing. He escorts you not just back out of the, out of the armory, but uh, relatively quickly all the way back out to the front door of the guild of arms. Again, I, uh, apologies about our first meeting in the docks there. Uh, it seems I had you in the wrong, and you very much have done what the commander was hoping for. You helped him in the city of Kovlar That fine. we're all grateful. We
6: understand the skepticism. It is not often you have a large uh,
0: monster's head put in your bay. And he, uh, quickly stands uh, raises both arms, up so his elbows by level with his shoulder and puts both fists into his chest, which is a dwarven show of respect. Something kind of akin to a salute. Anyway. Right, and uh, <laughs> he turns and heads back into the guild hall with uh, kind of a nod and sort of awkwardly just shuts the door.
1: I would return the gesture, but that would've hurt. I was i was pretty that sure was-
0: we went to the gym like <laughs> yesterday and it was chest day i should not have done that that didn't feel good was, my muscles are sad because they don't exist <laughs> and I'm making them do things.
1: hey squid when How you're a woman it's always digest? chest day
2: so what now friends i was i was pretty sure he was stupid when we met him on the docks but now i'm positive he's just an idiot he lacks understanding of
4: things a little uh beyond his scope of war.
2: he has a head full of rocks
4: yes I'm just rather interested in that we're actually getting a purple worm hunting kit, apparently. Entirely by accident.
2: Are we, are we planning on hunting another one?
4: I mean, it is very possible down here.
3: We'll have to get back to jewel kit eventually. I mean, we we'll won't need another trophy for the trophy room back at the castle.
1: But maybe now he'll be nicer to elementals in the future. <laughs> Can't believe
4: you told him that and he bought it. It was amazing. <laughs> so I'm going to go home now and
6: take a nice long nap. Goodbye. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to Dimension Door...
0: <laughs> you can use the cape. Yep. Oh, that's and not fair. And back immediately back to your hotel room, right? Right back into the bathtub. Yep. Perfect. Let's... I guess I'll walk. Whoop, whoop. Bye, guys. I
2: need to get one of those. <laughs> yes, I know.
1: I'm gonna fleet step all of us since I have tons of spells I haven't used. <laughs> fleet
4: step. Uh, plus thirty feet
0: move. Plus thirty, 30 feet like for, for a, a minute. minute. Well, I guess that. W- I guess logically, because your movement speed is like not full out running, but it's hustling, it's like combat movement it's definitely not the way you wearily trudge through town but I suppose if it magically enhanced your movement speed while you were hustling or sprinting, it would also, like, suppose, similarly increase it while you're walking so,
5: mm,
0: I, don't I guess know. that just looks like enhancing a enhancing your movement speed does not expand a 5 foot step yeah, well, five foot step is kind of a different. That is also accurate, though. But a five foot step is kind of a unique thing because it's sort of like disengaging. It's like detaching yourself from an enemy uh while protecting, uh, keeping yourself defended, and that's just kind of a thing that really only is about just getting a square away. It's more about the defensive problem and the actual movement speed. I imagine if you fleet step your your party here and you walk back to the gold sky, and it's like. Fast those games where you have an escort <laughs> quest and they didn't put a run animation oh. on the dude. So he's just <laughs> <squawking>. <laughs> I mean, the four of you were just ripping through a cobbler. Make him a weight down. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, like, you just particularly poorly animated.
1: It plays like the little rocks music from like the Yogi bear thing. It's like a time lapse,
0: but in real time, <laughs> just, it's just, Everyone's it's weird like, What? It's <laughs> probably very odd looking to just the people going about their day throughout Cobbler, because God, while it's, it's magic,
2: the two perception physics engine.
0: The two perception <laughs> physics engine
1: is a hell of a drug.
0: And the group of you
2: would we'll be band flying on this server.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Open help. Report player. <laughs> Speed hacking. <laughs> the group of you arrive back to the Gold Sky Inn, no and we'll be able to make your way to your beds and your nights' rest with no further difficulties.
2: I'm gonna get you sleep. Before that, I wait for him to go to sleep, and I cast dreaming potential on him again. We're gonna get you through this. So
0: I'm here with you. Does it work better or worse with how heavily he sleeps? As long as he sleeps the full eight hours. So, better. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, as you sleep, appreciate you stole sleep with your dreamstone, yes? Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, you want to move us over to the dungeon playlist for a moment. As you sleep for the evening, you would yet again find yourself awakening in this cavern lit. With nothing but red lights, uh, the glow of this pool of magma extends out. It feels like you can't tell how far. Uh, This state's still almost dreamlike. Distances seem kind of warped. Your senses just seem to end after so far. Like, you can't really, you just can't visibly see as far as you feel like you should be able to. Hmm. And this familiar heat, this warmth, dry, burning almost against your skin awakens you on the stone next to this pool. Oh, back here again. Your mother, Damadi, is not immediately visible. Normally she's nearby waiting, sat, or possibly even kneeling over you as you awaken, but the moment you seem be alone hmm. that's interesting
4: uh kind of peer at that lava lake make sure there aren't any clear waves of
0: something moving around <laughs> you look down the surface of the magma seems immobile it's bright red and orange to save for around the edges where Ridges of black buildup crusting the top, kind of wash up, almost forming a ramp up around the edges of this lake itself. But it's almost completely motionless. Hmm. Uh, honestly, with your knowledge base, you're not even. If you hadn't seen the creature that lurks wherein, hmm. it would look almost solid, just like the surface of a hot stove. You certainly shouldn't walk across it, but it would look as if you could. Huh. But after a moment, the surface, maybe five feet out, would pull upwards, like the lava itself was rising. But a shape much smaller than the form of Strymalura, the dragon that you've seen emerge previously. Something more your size, almost as if a statue of yourself was erecting itself out from the surface of this magma. It doesn't run like water. It pulls upwards, almost like a tarp, uh, just kind of extending and stretching and the surface of the lake around, kind of pulling in toward it a bit. This disruption lessening with distance, stretching like taffy before the top of it finally cracks, breaking, letting out a rush of steam, a hiss, as it starts to peel and fall back down, landing in strips on the surface that don't, again, not drop like they would into water, but almost fuse like hot steel being hammered, folded over back before they end flush with the surface. Reveal to uh, rising out from the lava before finally taking her place, just standing cautiously on the surface, uh, barely seeming to have any weight, just almost up on the balls of her feet a bit. Is that... uh? That's entirely comfortable, mother. It's It's something that I imagine. Given time, perhaps, if you were to embrace the true depth of your power, you too would find pleasant. Huh. It's akin, I would guess, to summer's breeze. Warm and Comforting, but fascinating, all-encompassing—something
4: to look forward to, I suppose.
0: As are our meetings, my child. Tell me, how have things been? Uh,
4: things proceed. Uh, certainly, the moils of dwarven politics isn't exactly something that I enjoy, but uh, it's—we're we making progress here. Yes, the triad that we've been tracking, they seem to... Oh, perhaps yeah, you actually might know more about this than I do. Uh, the cold ones, the Druegar that the dwarves speak of, uh, certainly with a great deal of loathing in their voice, uh, they seem to have some history. Um, it's possible they've maybe been causing trouble here, infiltrating a bit. You wouldn't have to know anything about it, maybe could point us in a direction.
0: I I have not dedicated any of my own time to the trifles of this town or its people. Ah, no worries. I know of Dweger, their existence from, from study and from incidental knowledge. It's nothing I've personally sought out. However, they're of little consequence. Divine purpose. Even divine favor. It is what drives true consequence in this world. Things that are allowed to happen throughout not just this world, but throughout the planes, throughout the multiverse, they're willed by such powers. Puppet strings played by the fates above. Hmm. These cold ones, these Dwerger, they turned from the light of their god. They abandoned the whims of fate, turned their back to them, and lost everything. It's unwise.
4: I can understand it. But as someone who's both been on the benefit and on the drawback of divine intervention. Is it something that they've doomed themselves for? Or have they simply found their own version of freedom, I wonder?
0: They live in cloying darkness and cold, toiling beneath the world for a god that only cares for their sweat If this is freedom, it's one that I want no part of.
4: I can understand that.
0: But your dwarven politics...
4: Not my dwarven politics.
0: Nor mine. But their consequences are far-reaching. Something that I, too, have borne witness to. Hmm. This dwarf... She seeks allies she may well reach for these or this scarlet triad as she continues to reach for strymalura huh. for the power contained here their goals do intertwine and the power within this very lake entertains the notions of this mortal as an amusement as a child what a toy encourages her gives her pointless platitudes and empty promises but I worry that whatever it is that you and your friends are doing whatever it is you seek within this town you are waiting your days and days that truly are numbered Dangerously so the politics of Kavler will be left as only cinders. Before they've even been able to count. Perhaps on their fingers and toes, more forge knights. Hmm. Strymalura grows impatient and beyond that bored. She well. wishes for the whole of Sagarok. Hmm.
4: Well, from what I've seen, Koblar is well protected, but if there is anything that could batter down those walls. I'd imagine Strymalora would be it.
0: The feeble enchantments that their magi have placed up are nothing in the face of the forces that Strymalora commands. It's is inevitability. Like a flood break Holding the ocean It only buys time Hmm. And in the scheme of things that Time is precious little My child You have so much more in this world to seek You have so much more That you could be If you are reduced to ash Along with all of these dwarves Living their pointless Meandering lives I cannot bear to see that
4: Oh, please, Mother, please, understand. Uh, Our interests are aligned. I have no intention of becoming a pile of ash, either. Uh... Then come
0: to me. Prostrate yourself in Sagarak. Declare who you are, who you come to seek. None there will dare to raise a hand against the dragon they now serve. You can find me, and together... Machine, you can find yourself. Oh. Do you feel, even, in this dream, a nagging in your mind? Make me a will save. Sure. Uh,
4: that's gonna be a thirty-three.
0: You are a changeling, and it is perhaps the fate of all of your kind. Eventually, mother does come calling. Mm-hmm. You have lore. You have hag right? I sure you, do. You have pretty. What's your proficiency in haglore? Uh it's only trained. It's trained, but you you have you have dedicated some amount of your life, as probably all changelings have to studying, reading up, and trying to learn. But there's precious little real written knowledge of what happens when the call comes, as there truly are very few who are able to resist it, and even less who are still the same person after they may have been able to, Mm. or were willing to really share... It was an intensely trying and personal experience. But this pulling on your mind, as your mother speaks with you here, it's, this offer is, it's comforting. You get a feeling, no matter what your conscious or your judgment tells you, that your mother truly tells you this only as a mother looking out for the best interest of her child. Like, trying to prevent an infant from burning themselves on a fire. Or a pool of lava. Or a pool of lava. Just trying to direct you. And you feel that this intent is pure. But somewhere, some part of you is as ready as it can be for this moment and you know that something here is wrong even if somehow you can't identify exactly what that is mother
4: please understand i'll not be here when cobbler starts burning i'll take good care of myself we'll hunt down this triad and take it apart as we said and with your help, as we agreed. And as perhaps it should be. That I can call him. Not before then. Don't get impatient.
0: I have waited uh, the, the entirety of your life years upon decades, counting. Some days more. I can still wait. I see why Milani has taken a liking to you. Your destiny is one of blood and fire. Fates have powerful plays in store for you. Hmm. Uh, it's played per- right back. Perhaps <clears throat> wise even for a god to back one with such potential.
4: You speak highly of me, mother. Perhaps you'll back me too. Truly.
3: It's my greatest wish.
4: I mean what I said earlier, the last time. It's not just a one-way street. Indeed, if we're to be peers at some point. Let me know. I understand you don't care what happens here, but... Perhaps something might catch your eye.
0: Of course. My child, of course. There is so much more to learn about the very nature of existence that these squabbles you toil for now will, you know, will seem like a child's first drawings so proud of their simple lines and shapes until they truly learned how much more there could they could be much more there was.
4: To be honest, I feel similarly that way about the wars back in Gauls, they all seem so silly at this point but for now what i do now it means something to more than just me
0: rest well machine but while i am patient i can wait stri malura passion burns within her fire Soon, her emotions will get the better of her sense.
4: Less than 20 Farge days, you said.
0: I cannot count her mind. But I certainly wouldn't s- feel safe staying even that.
4: Right. Thank you for the information. I'll keep myself safe.
0: I'm proud of you, Rishi. Thank How you, How far all. you've come.
4: even further yet don't you just you just watch
0: and she's still this whole time even though she seems visually to be standing some dozen feet out in this lake of lava and her voice is quiet it's as if she was speaking just standing in front of you as if you were close held together almost intimate somehow it doesn't feed a dozen feet apart. streamlike dreamlike state it's somehow making it difficult to gauge even the basics of your situation. But with that, you can feel this exhaustion welling back up within you. The weariness and the woes of your physical existence pulling you back to sleep. Before
4: she goes, she's going to try one thing. She's going to sit down at the edge of the lake and just kind of very gingerly approach a toe to the surface of the lava.
0: And you can feel even by the edge of the lake, even as you reach towards it, the heat is near exponential with how fast it increases. But what should be fire, what should burn you, what even is still inches away from the surface should shear the flesh from your bones just from the radiance coming off of this magma. It does almost feel comforting. Hmm. It never transitions to pain. And as you reach down, even to just touch the surface of this lava, this magma here, it's like dipping a toe into a warm pool, to a refreshing spa. Just even that Bit of touch, you can feel the comfort.
4: Hmm. Fascinating.
0: Her mother just watches. Let's do this. Smile on her face. Doesn't say anything, doesn't interrupt. You can see the drowsiness kind of taking you. But she sees you touch it. Your smile grows a bit further before sleep takes you. And you awaken in the morning. As the rest of your party does. What's not really a morning, I suppose. It would certainly be on the surface. Back in the gold sky in, the warmth of your bed in Kavler. That sort of almost warm embrace of the lava. Even just barely touching it like a cocoon replaced by the blankets of your actual bed wrapped around you. And the five of you awaken to a new day. The same day in Cobbler. Uh, <laughs> which would just be an hour or two into the ensuing Forge Night. And with the great conflict of scheduling that is surface calendars versus the dwarven timekeeping in the Five Kings Mountains, the whole of your day, uh, a toil day on the surface, is going to be in the night of Cobbler. Uh, with Neri, but the taverns, restaurants, and simple supply stores at the Traveler's Quarter open to you and the rest of the city sleeping. Sleeping like stones throughout the whole time the group of you are going to be awake. Those are tough.
1: Morning, sleepyhead.
4: Oh, good morning.
2: Raz still sleeps in their room. He's already on the ground with paper everywhere. Marshall has just moved
0: the
6: two beds together and he sleeps on
0: both. You have have five people, four beds, and Marshall's using two beds to himself. In all all fairness, it's not just for me, it's
3: for Big Red too.
0: He's a big boy that needs his dress. You tuck your axe in when you go to sleep at night. I haven't given a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I read the bedtime story. I'll expect yeah. nothing less. <laughs> you can't
2: use the fire if the axe is fatigued. Ooh. You also have to praise it. You have to tell it's doing a good job every single day too. Exactly. To
0: See, I understand how your pet rocks work. So, as you <laughs> ready yourselves? Get your breakfast, bathe and. Ready for? Uh, I hesitate calling it the morning because it's not really. It's wakey time. Wakey time. Mm. We'll go with wakey time while we're here in Cotler. Wakey time. That's fixing good. a talisman. Uh, fixing a talisman, I believe, takes ten minutes. Is is it a roll? No, you just do it.
6: Okay. I don't. I didn't remember if talismans
2: were different. Oop. You just go. I'm
1: definitely
2: minutes. going to a fix my talisman then.
1: You have to make the boop sound, though, or else it doesn't work. You have
2: very bad glue. You have to hold it for 10 minutes.
0: I have that on my quick reference sheet, which I think I didn't actually bring here because I pretty much have learned everything on there at this point. I'm almost positive it's 10 minute activity. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a roll or anything. It's just that you can't, like, hot swap them in combat or anything. But there's a whole Uh,
4: archetype. There is an archetype that lets you do that. You want to be really good at it.
0: And also because you, like, free talismans per day in the morning, right? Yep. You can be talisman. So what is the plan for... This surface day's adventure. Um, Um,
6: We can't really do anything that requires interacting with individuals.
0: Yeah, not any sort of major sources or even like the people really outside the traveler's quarter.
6: We do have some hints.
0: We could look into them. Like we know the general area that we need to look in. So with this point, you you have learned a decent amount of things. Uh, Though a lot of your investigations have eventually reached a dead end. Uh, or been left with several threads that seem impossible to pursue you were starting to build a repository of information the
6: red about threads are getting closer and closer together
0: something there is a great i think it's in the advanced player's guide uh, there is a really great piece of art of lem the bard literally standing on a yep. table Excitedly pointing at a wall covered in red that's... threads and papers and pictures. <laughs> Brad's doing right now on and the Mauricio room. is literally asleep at the table. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, No, no, know a she's actually Like, <laughs> They're at eye level. He's standing, he's standing on the at a table, table, table and they're eye level. It's one of my favorite pieces of Pizza Art <laughs> that's ever come out as that picture. It's beautiful. But uh indeed. It's starting to come together. what, what have we learned? What have we learned about the greater woes of Kavlar? What do we think we learned? What do we have? What seems possible?
3: Well, we definitely know the Scarlet Triad is here, and that's my somewhat distant cousin is trying to haggle favor for favor
6: on this whatever they're doing here, I guess. I Can don't you know. If you scratch my back, I'll kill everyone in town.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, come on. Fair. What else?
6: We know the general region where the abductions are happening. It's all on a specific side of town.
0: You do know that uh, Talos and Miss Hemlock both seem to have disappeared around the same time, and both seem to have been in the Earthfire district. Mm -hmm. Uh, You would also know that a decent amount of the uh, other things you investigated, particularly the flaws in the wall... We're also the part of the wall that's closest to the Earthfire District. So you have kind of uh, up on the west side of the bar- of the barricade, and the imposter. I mean, and when they tried to,
4: when they stole the anti-magic room out of the vault, the imposter. I mean, that's right next to Earthfire District too.
1: Yeah. We also, uh, even with the vision, it does seem like we have at least an idea of the kind of place it might be so we can start to look for structures or places that might lead someplace like that. It
0: was shaken, it was unclear, but you did get a telepathic vision from Talos of a room of some sort. It seems like it would take a pretty great amount of space. Uh, Even if it were hidden underground, a lot of the buildings throughout that area, a lot of the forges and their smithies do extend into basements just due to the space constraints of living inside of a cave. So it would need to be in an area where the ground, the underground is somewhat unaccounted for.
4: So earth Earthfire district, large sized buildings, um, that, look- that look like you could have a lot of people coming and going and not really notice it maybe. Inconspicuous.
0: He's starting to put together a decent profile uh, of what might very well be a base of what it seems to be. You look like you're having thoughts. I just thought it'd be
2: ironic if it was underneath the Temple of Torag. See, I was thinking it's under the forges.
0: Where is the Temple of Torag? You see
2: that amphitheater looking building right there? I'm I'll
0: bring us there. the map real quick here.
2: It's that, right?
0: The Temple of Torag is the uh, large amphitheater in the northwestern side of the main body of the town. Huh. Uh, that is. That is both uh, a temple, a town. There are several temples of Torag within Cobbler. That is both a large kind of open air, uh, place of dwarven worship and penance, as well as the location of the public anvils and forges. That's, uh, it's built around what is basically a building-sized massive shrine to Torag. Public anvils? Yeah. So it's like how,
4: like, we have, like, like public barbecues inside parks they have public anvils inside temples yeah. tar- it's more like it's how a- we have like public swimming pools you can just show up to here it's like oh i need i need to go use this anvil oh yeah, the you thing can- i can go to my local anvils in yeah the- or
0: i guess yeah the, yeah it's public barbecues town. like in parks and stuff yeah yeah exactly like that huh they have
4: uh it's a dwarf town
0: what you they doing? have a public area uh with forges and anvils that are free for non-dwarves and non-residents of Cobler to just come use at their leisure. Because um, oh. anviling
2: is a tribute to Torak. It is. It's a form of worship.
1: Huh, huh.
6: Yeah. Things you learn. Why can't we have like real life equivalents I of that? I would love to work. I don't, an anvil just for the heck of it. Well, good news. There's
4: legit like a, a a workshop like just down off Archer Road. You can go in and like the like seriously there is. There's
0: also I was gonna say good news. You live in Florida and there are a ton of horse people here and horse people come with farriers
4: you can't do it for free
6: though
0: they can't do it for free no but they do uh (laughs) me and me and bren actually went to one they do have like showcases yeah i went to the same one you told me about yeah they have like public that you can't like do stuff i think much but like
6: i do the thing i want to be the one who hits the hammer on the big clang
0: (laughs) clang i want to do ding 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 (laughs) I'm gonna get it.
4: I'll get an anvil and you can come over and bang something on it anytime you want. We'll
0: call Bryn's farrier and ask for a favor. Just give me a let you just come like hit stuff and feel good about yourself. (laughs) But it's great. There you go, probably is honestly. All the stress, it's great. I mean, and your bones. (laughs) you'll have no bones after you're
6: done because you'll be very tired because you're not used to doing that kind of stuff. Mm. I don't have bones. But yes, there
0: are public forges uh, within this large kind of public area, which really is cobbler's equivalent to a city park. Uh, This big amphitheater built around this massive symbol of Torag. Uh, the arms, what are the uh, front and back of an anvil called? What functionally are like the overhangs of this uh, large symbol? Oh, the yeah, the ones the tongue and ones the back of the anvil. The butt. Let's go with. Let's the butt. go with the butt. No,
1: we're gonna call them the tonsils. I don't
0: like the fact that the two parts of the anvil are the tongue and the butt, but you know, we'll we'll go with that. <laughs> the, the tongue and
4: the tonsils. The tongue and the butt. The tonsils butt. are right behind the tongue. it something occurs to me, like banging on an anvil is
0: really loud
4: and it's in an amphitheater, which is basically acoustically designed to reflect sound everywhere. I <laughs> that's
1: the point. I mean, that like, the point for worshiping Torek. Like, like, yeah. You want him to hear it. Also in a cave.
0: All it's called the Heel, apparently. Heel, that makes okay. more sense. Yeah. Uh, so, uh...
3: I still like the butt better.
0: Throughout... With, with, with Sirenscape here, the our great partner that does all of the ambiance and the sound sets here, while well, we just have the City of Kavlar sound set on for a lot of the time that we're doing things, it actually is... Like, the predominant sound that you can probably hear in the audience and that you guys can hopefully hear through the speakers occasionally is just banging anvils. Like, that's sort of just omnipresent throughout the city. It really uh-huh. does sort of get amplified with this amphitheater, uh, as it is... It is a sound that is pleasant to a lot of Dwarvenkind. We have the tongue and the butt. Apparently it's the horn and the heel. We weren't far off. (laughs) We were just worse (laughs) in every way. But we were in the right No, we weren't. We We weren't anywhere near. Geographically? No. We
6: tried. We were in the right general direction.
1: Horn and heel sound like great fantasy curses. By horn and heel.
0: It's I mean, that would probably be box. something to declare like, a yeah, champion of no. the that. <laughs> That's
1: awful! <laughs> Oh, that, awful! I think. Oh,
2: Torag. Torag.
0: I can absolutely see a champion of Torag yeah, saying that. the God Book. I mean, like hammer and everything anvil everything is is disgusting. an aph- Torag Taur- Taur- an aphorism that's fairly common. I think all. Uh, that's clergy. basically the the dwarven version of oh my god is the hammer and anvil.
4: I think all all dwarven clergy should be deaf then in that
0: case. <laughs> Just from the banging. The probably someone. Hang. I mean, so- all, all dwarves would probably tend to be fairly hard of hearing. I imagine. Yeah. Buttons. we have strayed from the path here. Just a bit.
1: I guess we could... I guess we could look at... I mean, I guess we could just go in and break in and spy. Oh, it's an open place, actually. We could just
0: walk yeah, in. you could... It's not It's not like yeah. it's closed. Um, you are not allowed to use the forges and the anvils because it is the forge night, and it, that is the the point is that the, the lights along the road are quenched uh, forges and anvils the forge has been the Anviler's Guild, being some of an exempt- exemption because of their their feed method, uh, but are largely quenched for the evening, I mean, and there are no hammerfalls within the city.
1: I wouldn't mind taking a look at the uh, the tracks that the people who clean out the forges use. If you were going to sneak around, doing it there and doing that might be a good way to do it.
6: If there was someone there, I would have seen them the night that we had the stakeout. Uh.
1: But those are the people who come in and clean. If they, what if they just stayed? What if they didn't come in?
0: They clean in the morning.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm I'm saying. They could just be down there.
6: If you would like to point me in direction, I'm happy to break and enter any building you would so choose
0: anyone who wishes to spend this day uh, any group of you could kind of either work on this together or you could go in a group and aid each other uh you can try with these clues that you have to attempt to find where what appears to be this a possible cult of the forgotten son a cult to Droskar, is operating within the city uh, you can do this using either perception, society, or survival. Perception. Hmm. And if you're, if you're doing different checks, uh, you can't aid each other with different checks. So if you want to go together and try to learn, you need to be using the same check for the aid. But there are three options for how you wish to go about investigating this. Rise is going to actually, I'm just going to split myself off.
2: I think it might be smarter if we just split up
4: split up, walking around the district where what people district get kidnapped request? at night with Are no witnesses. Are they going to kidnap him? I'm not worried about Marshall. Ah, what about you? They can ah. try, but what about you? I'm fine. I, I can f- run really fast. We found you, you in a how- <laughs> jail cell. You had literally been oh. kidnapped
2: by slavers. Oh, okay, okay. In my defense, in my defense, I wasn't kidnapped. I walked in. I mean,
3: she still has a point, man. Right, would we you should like at least to- go in
6: groups of two. Yes, right, would you like to stick to the rooftops with me?
2: That's not a bad idea, you
6: know?
4: Hmm... And then we'd have uneven groups. I'm... Or you let us worry about that.
1: I... It doesn't...
6: Don't worry. If you and me go to the roofs and we look around, we can let these three do what they will do.
2: How about I stay with an earshot of you and something happens, I yell? That is fine, as long as we...
6: Give him the stone, please.
1: Oh. Of course, uh, here. Problem
6: is solution, Let not And you'll hear that in your head.
2: You hear a lot of, you hear a lot of talking right now. Just
0: a lot of gibberish. The lot thing of that happens every time someone gets introduced to the concept of telepathy, thought vomit. Mm. <laughs> Immediately regrets. My second favorite thing behind people replying to sending that don't know what sending is. Mm. Which is definitely my favorite of the <laughs> magical telepathic interactions. Alright, so
2: I'm going that way.
6: It is fine, I will be relatively close by. And I'm okay. absolutely just going to be sneaking and following him following. <laughs> As him, a right? fan, you,
2: just, you go high, I go low, we stay within earshot, we're good. We search different areas, cover more stuff. Yes, that's smart.
6: All right, don't so worry. I'm going to be right behind him.
0: <laughs> so that's for the best. Resume, Roshin, and Marshall are going together, and Raz and Trishik are half unwittingly going together. <laughs> so as you head out to the the northwestern side town, the general region of the Earth Fire District to investigate, uh, what are each of you doing as you go? Stop. Perception. I'm doing perception. What are you doing? I thought you meant for the check. No, uh, we'll get to the, we're not the check yet. I I, I understand. I gave you three skills and you told me to go back. But like, what are you doing as you go around and investigate? Definitely sneaking, sticking to rooftops, following the whims of the
6: very scatterbrained individual of the party. Takes the left, takes the left, takes the right, takes the left.
0: What are you doing, Raz? Um, doing that. <laughs> um
2: Raz Raz is actually down on all fours. He's looking around on ground level, seeing if anything looks out of place to the buildings. No, <laughs> I know it's stone. I know it's stones, but it won't
5: be racist. <laughs> That's
0: why <right. laughs> you it.
5: That's, That's no you, you
0: don't ignore it. You call it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you thinking about flies, sir? Hmm? Anyways. I don't know what you're talking
2: about.
3: I guess you can call them Skittered Bring.
2: Um, looking around for anything that's out of place along the buildings. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so Rasheen, what are your what's your avenue? What do you what do you have? You got the party of three you working together.
4: So this amphitheater going got me thinking. I knew someone actually played music using glasses with water in them. And you'd play the notes and it'd come at different tones based on how much water is in the glass. It's actually fascinating to just say. But what I also noticed that when the sig- when the tones are just right, it would actually make all the water and other glasses vibrate. You're saying that the vision there is actually a lot of machinery moving around, a lot of clanking, and a lot of grinding. The amphitheater here is massive. If indeed it is underneath this place, we could actually put water and glasses around and see if the water is vibrating. Shouldn't be any other sound here. It'd be an idea. See if anything was happening. Because certainly we might not hear it ourselves. But
1: well. There is a slight problem with that. This entire mountain might actually be pretty active, uh, geologically speaking. We can't really know whether or not the vibrations are made by what they're doing, or if it's just the natural uh, movement of the magma or whatever is going on under this rock.
4: There's an awful lot of things there, I didn't understand a word of it.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, let me back up a little bit.
0: The hot rocks. So, what are you doing with this investigation resume?
1: Um, so, I know you didn't give uh, crafting as an option, so I'm going you to... You can't go-
6: crafting your way out of everything here. All right, this however... Is a dwarven cities y- However, um,
1: what I do know is that if you are going to have this type of tunnel and this type of construct, you're going to need a certain amount of scaffolding and space and area underneath that won't become unsteady. Right. So you would need very stable formations and areas where everything under was stable. Okay. So if we can look for places where that might be more the case than in others, we might be able to narrow it down. So
0: you're almost like surveying. Yeah. Trying to figure out resume's got the water cup or has got the water cup approach.
3: Also got an idea, but granted it more feeds off your ideas. So we can use my magic sandbox to determine if there's a room nearby that we haven't seen before underground.
4: Well, oh, that's a good one. That's, that's a good a point.
3: Great that's a it only works once, doesn't it? It only works once on a very small area, so we just have to try to narrow it down as much as we can with maybe one of your your ideas, and then once we get the rough idea, I can use my magic sandbox to give us a rough picture of where the secret entrance is or whatever.
0: Oh, that's nice. I like that. I it's like that. Good. That's very a good. great okay. idea. So, uh, that's... Desperate big brain marshal strats here. So you're... Warfare. Well, there you go. What are you doing? So you're kind of waiting for them to narrow things down. So what are you doing while they're doing their like initial investigations here?
3: Well, if I got a little bit of downtime, I'm going to go ahead and swap out my fire room with my shifting room, and if, if that's enough downtime.
0: That's like a day of downtime. Oh, that's day. that's, that's day. like you're not here. You're back at the end doing that. Hey, well, good. in that case, uh, you, you could do, but uh but if you're out with them this is also like a full day of downtime so okay it's so like, never mind this is your whole days
3: uh well i mean i gotta wait on them regardless to uh narrow it down because i only got one shot with the box and then i have to wait a day for it to recharge right we
4: could just get you at the end of the day once our investigations are done
3: honestly that might be better
0: do so you want to work on the Yeah, right,
3: i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and work on swapping the runes while they narrow it down once they find it then i'll come running and be like here's my box Okie okay, dokie. I'll,
1: dokey. I'll so, try to explain the concept of strata and, to ge- and geology while we're searching.
0: For today's adventure, oh then the first thing that you uh we're gonna need to do, let's just start with Marshall, because that one's easy. Make yeah. me a crafting check.
3: Okie dokie. I'm only trained, so
1: 20.
0: <laughs> Not 20. <laughs> I'm only trained. 20. I'm only trained to roll twenties. I was trained uh, to roll twenties. So <laughs> with that, uh, it does cost you some amount. Uh it is ten percent of the cost of a shifting rune. Uh which if you want to take this core rule book and find a shifting rune while I do everybody else's thing. Yeah. It's gonna be vaguely in the back somewhere. Okay. Uh it's gonna cost you that plus the cost of a runestone. If you want to keep the well, flaming
3: rune cost of a runestone is like three It's gold. three gold.
0: Yeah if you want to keep the flaming rune which you want to spend three gold to keep the flaming rune uh it's also going to be the cost company we assume you would have picked up earlier so we'll just factor that in here yeah, yeah. three gold I mean, plus I already, I already took it off early. oh you already did that. you're right we did that so it's just 10 percent of whatever a shifting rune costs uh is what it would cost to apply it to the weapon to apply it to the weapon okay uh so i'll look that up while you
4: guys it, do. If yeah. you apply something from a rune stone, doesn't it not cost anything
0: you i
4: thought it was just to transfer a rune costs 10 percent
0: I, no. I think actually, is it is The, the sitting room is coming from a rune stone, actually. No, you're actually good. You're cool. It is coming off a rune stone, right? Because it destroys the rune stone. So I done. just need to pay for any room for. It. Yeah, so it was just a three gold for the rune okay, stone. That is th- That is the point of a rune okay. stone. Never mind. I thought for some reason the shifting was coming from another So weapon. yeah, I'm just... I thought it was coming from one of those 50 weapons. I'll but just, right, you got that from the council okay, uh, last just week. Go ahead and take so that yeah, three you, gold off. You're able to do that very easily. You may only be trained in crafting, but you were a dwarf who was raised to do smithing things. I'm, uh unfortunately this does not require a whole lot of banging and stuff. This is more of a kind of precise sort of process acts So you literally see process. Just
3: put axe on table. Go. It's like a game of operation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like applying decals. <laughs> Never like, touch the side.
3: Ton, like ton and everything. He's just like but
0: So <laughs> Resme and Roshin, as you are working together to attempt to put these clues together, what are you rolling? Perception? Probably
4: perception. Who is aiding Homest? Um, I guess it
0: doesn't matter really. I, 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 I... uh,
1: well,
0: were you taking the lead uh, on the seismology investigation or the cups of water?
1: I think cups of water is a fairly non-specific idea that will not give us a whole lot of specific so Rasheed, information. So, Rasheen, roll me an
4: aid check. Let's do it.
0: That's a 22. That'll succeed. I help. So you help. There was some merit to the so water, resume I will do. get a plus one for a perception check.
1: Um, if I have uh, a perception bonus that's specific to crafting, can I use that? Is it? Like to when I'm looking at something that has to do with craft. I guess that would just be a crafting bonus. So never mind. Yeah, Sorry. That's,
0: that's a credit. Like I don't, so that doesn't sound time. like a crafting bonus. Yeah, perception. It's a
1: nine. Uh, So that will be... 10 with
0: the machines plus one.
1: So that will be a... uh, 29. 29. With
0: a 29. For this... Both of your investigations sort of end up a bit fruitless. The water cup idea doesn't really... It's a good idea. But doesn't really lead anywhere because they're... Is a surprising, uh, much like Resme said, a surprising amount of just ambient geological activity, huh. uh, which look is at that, then. causing. An, I already told you, to film. <laughs> and uh, you got you got quicker than draw. If you got them, you got to use them. Oh. You got to pop them. Uh, while as Resme, your surveying is is far from unsuccessful. Uh, but what you find is that sturdy enough to support some kind of machinery like that. Sturdy enough to allow something like that to exist is almost the entirety of the Earthfire District, and perhaps all of Kavlar. Uh, It may very well be the reason that uh, the dwarves originally, thousands of years ago, settled in these caverns and founded Rock, and that most of the city's work and craft is confined up to this quadrant of this massive cave because it is so so reinforced naturally, uh, and that the stone is so resilient and very effectively weight-bearing that both weight-bearing and uh, does a good job of muting and quieting any activities or further hammering or machinery that might be occurring in basements or lands below. So, unfortunately, you don't really make, make any progress at all. But you are kind of just looking off of some very basic clues and trying to put things together, and certainly illuminating possibilities is still very much narrowing things down of its own merit. So, Rez and Uh as you're just snooting all over the place with Reckless Abandon doing rat stuff, and you're kind of following behind him. He's getting a deluge of thoughts, seeing
2: every single thought, everything.
0: My brain has turned off. What are you two rolling, also Perception? Yeah. I was gonna roll Society. Um, you can roll it separately.
6: So I'll roll Perception. So give, me, give society. me
0: Society first here from the rat. Ooh
6: shh. That's Tam. Know good.
0: It can only get better. What do I know? I don't know what I know. I want to roll better. <laughs> Fair enough. I will take a hero have... point from you, good sir. I have him, and I want to roll more dice. Yes. Exactly. For a ten. That literally is the same thing. So even for a too change it all. Uh, with a thirty-two it's worth poking around, just. This, the roads of a district that is closed for the evening does not really reveal much to you. But There's basically no activity in the Earth Fire District other than you and the kind of quizzical looks you're getting from the passing patrols of guards when you occasionally cross paths. As the Guild of Arms, soldiers do still patrol through the city at night. And every now and then just kind of look at you like you're a weird little rat scuttling around at night. Continue their business and... It's not quite that easy. No doors are labeled Droskar cold hideout. I'm sure there is.
1: I don't know, he did the Scooby-Doo thing where he split up and he decided to go out on his own. So maybe there is.
0: Unfortunately not tonight. Well, and while
6: watching him do his thing, see what I can see. Oh, I can see a 41. A 41? That's pretty good. You know, I had it in my head. I was going to re-roll everything but a 19 or a 20. <laughs> and I of course I got a 19. Pretty good.
0: With a 41... Hold on. No, let me... You? I'm not that crazy. You are the only one who really finds much of anything. But it's definitely something. Throughout the Earthfire District, you see a couple of times... Once, you think it's just an odd mark. Twice, you think maybe it's like a gang symbol or something. But three, four times throughout the night, you don't know what it is, but you're starting to wonder if maybe there's something to it. On the cornerstones, uh, right above the cornerstones of a couple of buildings, uh, low in the stone or the brick, there is a small engraved inscription, a symbol. And it's a symbol that you don't immediately recognize. Uh, well, what is your religion proficiency? I'm curious not about. at all,
6: but you know who is with me and does know things about religion?
0: Well, it probably wouldn't come together enough for you to think it's something that's worth asking about until like near the end of the night. But it's a mark. It looks enough like it's really just nothing for history. It's an arch what well, appears to be a little arch of stones that are sectioned off each one with a small either vein carved within it or possibly even a rune, but it looks like it might just be implied natural. And the center of the arch rests a single flame. It's a very simplified little graphic because it's it's chiseled fairly shallowly into these stones. But you get the sense that the way they're placed after seeing four throughout the night implies that they're not so much random, they're not so much tagging. They seem more like they're denoting something, a direction or a path, perhaps. If it's relevant, if it's connected to what you're after, we don't know what the symbol is. It's worth mentioning. But yeah, it's worth bringing up when the five of you would then reconvene after a solid 12 hours of searching throughout the town and moving runes around, I imagine, back at the Gold Sky Inn. It's certainly the only thing of note that anyone found this day.
1: And that's why igneous rocks should not be used as the basis of building. Oh
4: god, Marshall, you've got to help me. I have a, oh, I a What do you mean? The rocks.
6: Ooh, interesting question, actually. If I thought about it, because I've seen them, can I telepathically share an image of it?
0: That's actually you are telepathic with the Eye of the Wise, so I would say yeah, you could send that image over to uh, Res. Okay. Before you came, but I guess right before you came, all came back together. So what? Uh, what is your religion proficiency? Trained. Also, well, yeah, let me roll it. Me, me a thing. <laughs> I also have bardic war. Yeah, it's true. Bardic lore exists. Um. Give me a guess. Probably bardic lore is probably better, right? Yeah. He's just literally knowing a thing. So give me your bardic lore I with think. this image that has appeared in your mind. 19 on yeah, the yeah, die. Um, yeah. For a 37?
2: Just roll a bunch telepathically Total. sending you 19. 19? 19. 19 plus 18. Oh, fair enough. I
0: well, thought your bardic lore was, would be like the 20s at this point, but I guess it's still I kind of- I have to get
2: my occultism up one more for it to go up to expert.
0: Oh, uh, I see. Fair enough. Uh, But still with, with, with that, You would recognize that this is the holy symbol of Droskar. Huh. And the image that you get from him is it very shallowly carved in these bricks. It's not obvious. Like, even if you were looking for them, you wouldn't necessarily see them without having individual ones. Yeah, you see them because Wizard Eyes McLizard Man sees them. Uh, Perception. But they're not obvious at all, and they're small. Even for a dwarf, they're far below where you're traditionally gonna have your field of view. And most of them were stuck, not obviously none of them are like street facing blocks they're on the back on the sides of buildings and the alleyways behind them. But it is the holy symbol of Droskar.
2: All then. Raz just has a of cheese. The guard gave me some cheese.
1: That's, that was nice of him or presumptuous depending on how you look at it.
2: It I seems was, to be good cheese,
6: though. Cheese breaks off a bit. Based on the uh, sporadic he, thought process coming back from Rez, I take it that you made sense of symbol.
2: Oh, what yeah, symbol? We found, um, well, he found the holy symbol of the um, the one god, which the player completely but, forgot. It was god.
0: Oh. Oh, Droseg, Yeah. Drosgar. Yeah, no, you were almost there. But, uh, there are I guess it's an them. unholy symbol if they're evil. Oh. Yeah.
6: Like, there are a few symbols uh, on the back of flagstones, okay. around corners, down the alleys, and uh, not exactly where you'd find them either. They'll at, like, ankle level.
2: Almost like how thieves can denote hideouts and victory. Exactly.
1: Oh, like a like a pathway to the hideout, so that only the, the thieves or the people who know the symbol will be able to find it. <laughs> well, oh, that's clever. Is,
6: I only found a few of them, but after uh, sharing image in Reyes' head, we at least know it is, uh, the right
2: track. Hmm. I didn't find any of them. Breaks off a piece of cheese and...
1: Maybe we can find... <laughs> maybe we can find some sort of pattern in them.
4: Perhaps. Maybe we could get a, a map of the, uh, of the district, and we could actually plot out where we find them. Maybe it'll, uh, give us a path we could finally follow.
1: I wonder if there's a way to figure out how old they are.
4: Possibly, Marshall, Not my specialty. Um, you're pretty good with carving and stones. Perhaps you might be able to figure it out. I might be able to, if I take a, oh. take a look at it.
1: We should each take one, you, me, and Trishik, and see if we can't figure out how recent the carvings are. Okay,
3: okay. As, before it leaves, Marshall just kind of <laughs> does the, like, unhinging jaw thing and just takes the rest of the what? cheese out of Raz's hand and walks out.
0: There was what? nothing left.
3: <laughs> I got the last chunk. Well,
0: Aww. this is... Probably more going to be a tomorrow thing unless you want to be fatigued because this oh, investigation moving this rune was next, next would plan. pretty much be an entire day, but it's certainly something that can be investigated in the morning and Actually, probably it's something that rather the, than being the next day planned, we have we're gonna be awake at real people hours, you're gonna be awake real, at real people hours as you rest tonight. Are you doing the thing? Yeah, 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 shall we? Are you asleep? You <laughs>
2: last march on the cheek. T- <laughs> Ah, dreaming potential? Just eat you in one bite. <laughs> Shoves <shucks> right about. <laughs> I'm not going to cast it anymore if you do that. Helicopter from the inside. Out. Helicopter tail. Your, <laughs> <laughs> your, your dream tonight oh boy. is a clear blue sky and an empty meadow, and there seems to be a forge sitting on top of a hill with no embers lit. And you're oh. continuously walking towards the forge and never making it. Makes you Are they
0: supposed to be angry. motivational or depressing?
2: Both?
6: It makes him unreasonably <laughs> angry that the forge is not lit. Because it
2: fuels his it's rage. Supposed Cause cause it's, it's, it's supposed to mean something. It's symbolic it's, of it's, him it's not <laughs> being able to rage.
3: It's it's dwarven OCD.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> what it's supposed to be.
0: Forge. <laughs> forge is not lit. Dwarf mad. But as to <laughs> wake the following wakey time. Wakey time. Thank you for taking that. <laughs> It would, in fact, be the light of the Dwarven day. Uh, you would rest... You would almost be going to sleep as Kovler awakens. As the tone of the clock tower in the center of the town echoes out throughout the cave. Uh, the bell itself, raised far above the rest of Kovler's building, so its sound can reach the natural cavern walls around Kovler, to be audible throughout the city. That's time to go to bed. But the forge day is so long. That as you awaken, what is a wheel day on the world above? You will be going until you naturally feel the time to rest around the same time the cobbler does. You have a functional overlapping day today. Which means you have a lot of other options. Oh, by the way, uh, Lava
4: Dragon's going to destroy the city in 19 Forge days. What? What? It sounds Uh, about right. Pulls out a book. All right, Mark. (laughs) Schedule.
1: And, and, you just decided to mention this now?
4: Oh, I figured it'd be better to mention it now than in 19 Forge days. She's hopefully, we hopefully we won't be here to be done with our business. Meeting well, we I got a few bars to hit, then. Don't worry, <laughs> if we are
6: still here 19 Forge days later,
4: I am leaving. That's, like, that, that's exactly what I said we should do, actually. It's like 570 but, hours. But, yes.
1: but how do you know that?
4: He's a rat.
1: No, <laughs> talking to
4: a very smart rat. He <laughs> can do math very quickly.
1: Yeah, that wasn't what I was asking. I was asking how you know it's going to be 19 century you caves. Know
6: adventurers used to take rats into caves to keep track of time for them?
1: They're not canaries. No, the rats pull out a little pocket what watch tell you... What does canaries have you. to do with time? We used to take them into caves to keep, so that they'd know when the air was bad so what that they could leave. What does with time? Not
4: time? Yeah, you take rats canaries for bad air, you take rats so they can look at their pocket watch and tell you exactly. what time Exactly.
1: Rats don't have pocket watches. This, this one does. A whole lot
3: of
2: pocket
1: <laughs> <laughs> But you're Yusoki.
2: Yeah, I'm a rat. I'm That's what I just said. Rats I don't pocket, have
1: pocket watches. I've
2: handed the pocket watch to Mataz. Oh, look at that. He, no. has pocket watch. he is your pocket watch. You pull
6: him out, he tells you the time. He goes, squeak, squeak.
0: It's the time, Rat. 8, 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> he just picked he up just the tells Mataz. He you don't know if it's right. He just says a time. But follow instructions. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You were saying something. Are there rails today? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> are there any, rails ever?
1: I don't have any brain cells left. We're gonna try to... Okay. How How did you get to... Did you just guess? Is that like a guess or is that like a thing that you know?
4: You're questioning me about my omens and my prophecies now, are you?
1: Well, I'm just saying that's very specific. Usually you say something like, doom is approaching and it is nigh. Oh
4: yeah, you're all my friends. I didn't feel I had to pretty it up for you. In all fairness, as he takes the giant chomp of
3: the breakfast ham,
6: the entire pig.
3: Yeah, pretty much. That's
0: out of curiosity.
4: That's the the, the 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 sleepy rock that you have. Did that do anything to you? Do anything to me? Oh no, no, no! It's a total. It's that's actually quite. It's quite restful. I, yeah, I have one too. Didn't, didn't last time you have one of those, you know,
3: visions. The sleepy rock was doing something weird, or the opposite. Okay,
4: no, so no, no, no. It's it's slightly different actually how it works. It's it's not actually a vision with uh, the sleepy rock. The sleepy rock. I'm just I'm using the vernacular. Sorry, but yes, essentially the. It's v-
1: called a dream stone.
4: It's called a dream stone. Techn- well, you know what I mean. Yes. No, 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 no. It's, it's got nothing to do with that. Uh, certainly visions of smoke and fire and flame. Didn't I talk about this already? I get the feeling I actually gave the the flowery pro, the pronouncement of doom upon the city. Didn't yes. I do that?
1: Yes, but at that point, you did not actually... I told the council, in fact. But you didn't look at a clock and go, it's going to be 18 hours, 3 minutes and 45 seconds until, you know, this building falls down. That's no, very specific. There's
4: no gravitas in your in a prophecy if you're actually are that specific about it. I mean, she's got the point. I mean... When were your dreams that specific, ever?
6: It appears Marshall. that it was that specific last night. Exactly that
4: specific. Marshall, yes. Can you? Do, can you? Can to you, be perfectly you... fair, it's really more of an estimate. And honestly, I wouldn't want to be in town at 18 forge days either.
1: Uh, <laughs> okay, so it's so it is an estimate. So you just picked a number out of the air. Yeah.
4: It's not a number out of the air. It's a <laughs> rough estimate of when the city will be burned to a crisp and can scattered in stone. If you' if interestingly enough, yes you can, I've seen it done. And Marshall, can you keep your grease splatters over there? I have delicate paper over here. You
3: I take the rest eater. So I take the rest of the plate and just dunk it.
1: You think, oh, it's, strong, Matt. You think it's a warning <laughs> from Milani? <laughs> huh? You think it's a warning from Milani? Uh, honestly, It'll taste
4: better. <laughs> honestly, I'm not entirely sure that Milani particularly cares about it. Um or perhaps if she does, she hasn't thought to actually perhaps warn me about it. But uh no, no, I feel that this is uh Nah, uh, this would be, uh, this would be a vision from my mother, I'm afraid. Oh. Oh, lord.
6: As long as it's useful information, the source is not exactly, uh, relevant.
1: But how does she know it's...
4: She's been the one, uh, trying to, uh, keep the Doom from, uh, attacking, uh, attacking Kovla while we're in it.
1: Do we know what the doom actually is, or is it just a non-specific doom? Have I not mentioned this before? I feel like I've mentioned this before. did you
4: say something about a dragon? I believe I did.
1: You, you did, but I just uh, wanted to one. make sure we're talking about that doom specifically. There's been a lot of doom lately, and I like, I like specifics, well, no?
4: Yes, that yes, that's the prophesized doom. I mean, mode. I'm wearing trophies from the past dooms for crying out loud. So, a... you are most certainly not, I'll have you know. Oh, they are very impressive though. Points S- to the gug shawl. So. <laughs> None of my prophecies at least. <laughs>
1: Is it the same dragon we're feeding people to?
4: Prophecy is about a go, goodness, uh, We're not feeding anyone to anything.
1: Yes, but what I'm saying is, like, you know, the royal we.
4: <laughs> what? I did
6: not know that I was a dragon.
1: I'm just saying, so it's the <laughs> same dragon. Like, Are we feeding the, people to you? The, the this one... joke is
4: humor. Oh, uh, yes, I'm no, sorry, sorry.
1: So the cult Wait, is feeding people to Strymalura, and your mother is doing what with Strymuller? It's
4: not the impression I understand, actually. <laughs> My understanding is that Strymuller only really cares about burning Cobbler down. I don't think Strymuller particularly cares much so, about what the triad's up to.
2: Can we continue this conversation on the road? while we do stuff?
4: Uh, if we want to talk about the doom and destruction of the city while we, we walk through it. we talk about it. <laughs> I'm just gonna- That's not really considering the conversation, is it?
0: All right. Or, what? <laughs>
4: oh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, paper. got me there. <laughs> People want to the
2: paper <laughs> writes the Pol- conversation folded up in this section. Hold on.
4: I I'm have. On your right there. Right. I Yeah, you, you feel better about now. Yes. Oh, very good. Here you go. Oh, what's your hand in me? Just little, it's not it. more cash, It's a little gym.
6: And oh, yeah. now you can hear every single thought coming out of. Oh, my goodness
5: gracious. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> As you know what, now that I think about it, it's probably not a good idea for you to keep that.
6: I'll take the little gem back.
3: On that note, I look at the innkeeper and go, ah, uh, innkeeper, I'm gonna need... How did you six? sleep? Six, no, make that seven to go, brews- uh, breakfast brews, and uh, whatever they want on the way out. I just grab them and walk out the door and start chugging them one at a time. As
0: you do, ready to head back out into the light of coffler Now with the anvils ringing, <laughs> what is today's plan? You actually have options now because the city is not sleeping.
3: Okay, so, did we narrow down that location by chance, or not really?
1: Uh...
3: Not really.
1: I want to talk to uh, the priest, now that he might be awake and more recovered, to see if we can't get more details about where he was taken.
4: We also have to track, uh, we have to track these uh, items, uh, on that greasy map you are drawn.
1: I started drawing a new one. So, you all go do that, and... uh,
4: Lie to people?
6: Sure,
2: I can do that.
1: I will talk... To uh the, the the very sleepy priest if you would like to come with me.
0: What am I doing? Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Alright, so Resme and Raz are gonna go catch up with Talos and you three are gonna go pose as merchants. Oh yeah, we gotta do that too. Yeah, I thought that was what you meant with the items. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well what did you mean? I meant was like
4: actually getting a map and tracking where the things were and trying. To
0: oh, develop. you want to continue tracking the hideout. We can, we oh. can do that again. Do the that items again. are the symbols. Oh, I, yeah, I thought that's... you meant the items were like the- Yeah, I had no idea what we were talking about. We were completely different no wavelengths idea. there. Oh gosh, we have the kidnapped girl too. <laughs> oh crap, the missing girl. <laughs>
4: Well, she's not I, only a carpenter. No, no.
0: How, how about- she's a third it? of their
4: workforce.
0: <laughs> that's a third of their workforce, yeah.
4: Yeah. That's and she's big. like well, employee of the month.
1: Also, if we find out from his visions where they're taking people, we might be able to find where they took her. I mean, that's- So yeah. really what I'm doing is tracking the carpenter. I'm just getting better information before we do it.
6: Poses merchants then? So is there any harm in one of us investigating the missing girl and the other two doing the merchant stuff? Nah, yeah, we can do it. Yeah. Anyway.
5: Okay. That's you what split are doing. Over. You can
6: divide this load however you want to. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for doing the merchant thing. And I, I suppose we can just put off the missing girl. Not we're, a big we're, deal.
1: We're doing the missing
0: girl. <laughs> They're talking to Talos. That'll get talking to Talos. You- all right. So we're gonna be. We got a lot on our plate here. A very a whole lot of various mixed investigations, and we're gonna be pursuing pretty much every lead we lead we have as we split up mm-hmm. throughout cobbler to try and narrow down the focus of these problems. But that is going to wait until we return from our break. So, everyone, thank you all, of course, for being here. Paizo for sponsoring this show and our partners you, at Thanks, Sirenscape Pizer. for the, the great sound sets and the mm-hmm. fact that we get to listen to Anvils constantly, which is, mm-hmm. I, I say that sarcastically, but I actually really do like it. I put them on there for a reason. I wouldn't have put them there if I didn't want them. That's and, how you go to sleep at You night get the Dwarven animals. City exper-
2: experience. I miss the horse and carts. Very They're still there horse. sometimes. There's still a the very
0: loud horse. The, oh, the one that was like way too loud because yeah. I had it balanced wrong. Yeah, that was that. I screwed that up. Can, can the very we, loud horse is gone, can, but passing carts are still in the sound can, can we
1: call our new our new like studio the Pie Zone?
0: No. Pie Zone? No, because it sounds like a bakery. It does. Yeah, it sounds like, like, it does, yeah, sounds cow cow like an though.
4: Italian folded up pizza kind of. And now you're making me hungry. Stop.
1: Yeah,
0: please. Ooh, well, good news. It's break time, though. so we can go get snacks. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Sucks! over there. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for being here. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Feel free to top off your drinks, use the bathroom, stretch your legs. Nope, don't go too you far. You're allowed to
6: go anywhere. You gotta stay here and wait for when us. yourself. You,
0: they're not the kidnapped carpenter. They can do what they want. <laughs> we come want back. True. Hopefully we make some more headway through the city. We're narrowing things down. Yeah. We're getting close. BRB. While well, this is only the, like the, only the 13th episode of chapter four.
1: Please get us out of Level and 12. I appreciate
0: *Edge of Ashes* for having, I think, more than a lot of other campaigns, very distinct Level chapters. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not—it's almost like each chapter is a completely separate adventure, and they're all like there's a common thread running through all of them. You're still like learning about the Scarlet Triad and unlocking new portals and all that. His ring and there's the commonality, but each one you literally get transported to a different place to have a different adventure. It's almost like a, a launching off point, like you could start watching this show at episode one of this chapter and still pretty much understand the meat of what's going on because it's Cobbler's Investigations, which has all been within the last 13 episodes. Yeah, All of which have been level 12 because you're level 12 forever. You're yep. never leaving. That's just the game now. Stop. <laughs> Pathfinder level 12 edition. <laughs> That's it. So, <laughs> as we had left off, um, we were just heading out for the day to head up some various investigations to keep looking into some of these problems. And Trashik, I, for- I knew you were going to swap what you were going to do, and I forgot what it was. Roshin and Marshall were going to Poise's Merchants.
6: Yeah, yeah,
3: we're doing You are going
0: thing. with them? Yeah, I was curious if
6: we were leaving that completely alone, because I thought that they were going to invest. Oh,
0: they're going to go talk to Talos and yeah. try to find the, the girl. Yeah, so, you're-
6: they're going to do that. I'm going to go with them. As no one was doing the the missing girl, I was just going to go do so it
0: Everyone's myself. abandoning the missing member of the Carpenters' Guild that we just cannot stop dunking on.
1: Dude, it's <laughs> See, too much fun. See,
0: every time you remind me that she's from
6: the Carpenters' Guild, it makes me want to rescue her less and less. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. I want to rescue her like she's an endangered species.
5: That's ah, wrong.
6: That's a good we have to rescue point. the Carpenter.
3: They've only got three. Have you heard the legend? of the wood dwarfs. The wood, wood dwarfs. The wood dwarfs. They're like gnomes, but bigger. I was gonna say, aren't they just gnomes?
1: Look at the wood dwarf. Gnomes <laughs> live the ground? Do you underground? see how <laughs> it into that soft material? It is almost like stone, except there are rings inside except of
6: it. not at all. And it's got these green wood, wood exists. Petrified wood is not huh.
4: stone. You know, it's wood dwarfs are basically wood. beavers.
1: No!
0: <laughs> how? <laughs>
4: Let's think about it. They're short and they're hairy. And big, they big front teeth. They they make yeah, big front teeth. And they uh they, they basically use wood to craft massive artifice.
3: So is beaver secretly like a new archetype
4: for dwarf
3: heritage in that case?
4: No no I think I think legit like beavers should just be like dwarfs. Like they beavers have the dwarf now, trait and everything. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> beaver poke.
6: <folk. laughs> I mean we have we have Yosoki.
4: It's just like
5: yeah.
6: a really big beard. It's, no, it's like Yosoki and rats. Dwarves evolved from beavers. Okay. So they, you can be mistaken sometimes. And they graduated to stone
3: when I they just evolved.
2: thought dwarves evolved from moles. I mean, and beavers are an offset of mole.
1: Man, this conversation is literally making me stupider. What does that
0: <laughs> What does
2: that make the platypus?
0: I can feel my IQ declining the longer we an talk aberration. about this. Ah. Ah, mental damage when you look at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... The... <laughs>
6: <laughs> Their eggs are considered cursed objects. <laughs> as, as cursed as this
0: condensation. They're in great right, gravity strike.
2: <laughs> you doing fine. We're okay. Uh,
0: so, the three of you are going to head out. Uh, Probably stop by the Ambler's Guild real quick to speak with Forgemaster Thunderflare once more. Uh, set oh, you need some contacts set up for you to figure out exactly what it is that you're doing. And then you're going to go out and uh, pose once again as traveling merchants, seeking high quality goods from the Ambler's Guild itself. <laughs> I'm going to imagine that on this deception check, you two are going to try to aid Jashik. That sounds like an excellent idea. All Thank right. You. So let's get the two aid rolls, Marshall. <laughs> the rat has Jeez, I got a
3: seventeen. I get a twenty-two, or sorry, I rolled a seventeen. What am I adding? Deception. Deception, which I have a plus two in, so nineteen.
0: Okay, well, you don't. Marshall is me. giving you the you know the dwarven touch. <laughs> Resmay. Little shiver up my back. <laughs>
1: that is not Reshna.
0: <laughs> she smells bad. Roshin, uh is actually fairly well helpful here, and with a plus one to your check, Trishik, he's even forgotten the, sh- the shawl. He's going deep undercover. <laughs> Maximum disguise. Well, I believe that the
6: cloak of the Montebank or the cape of the Montebank gives me a plus two. It does. <laughs>
0: It does actually have passive so. benefits. Plus two item bonus, plus one circumstance from the egg the aid. You have a fantastic disguise there. You don't even look like Jashik, you just exactly. look like a guy. It's kinda hot. So it's I very don't. hot in Florida today, and the, the the current AC situation in the studio is not fantastic. Mm-hmm. So if you so. bits of costume are slowly disappearing. It's yeah. it happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> We're gonna we gotta fix that.
5: Alright, there you go. Well, oh, yeah,
6: that's yeah. a respectful that's that. a thirty-nine, because I have a plus twenty-seven. Dang. Wow. (laughs) Explain how. So it's base 24 because I'm a master.
0: Oh, you're a master deception. Okay, fair enough. That makes sense, I suppose. And then I have a plus one and then a plus two. What is your charisma? Uh, 18. It is actually 18. Holy crap. He's a sexy Sexy lizard. lizard. You are a ridiculously sexy lizard. I just do the little head bob and panties drop. The
6: throat, the threat thing. You
0: don't even have to do the throw thing. <laughs> I, 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 I Christmas for Wow, family friendly. So, um, <laughs> if I say that, it means we're okay. Um, so, <laughs> if I get thrown out of the room, we're not okay. You've spent, you have spent a couple of days, uh, Roisin, working on a particular project here, putting your arcane mark upon literally every weapon that was being processed through the Anver- Anvular's Guild. Every weapon and piece of armor. Mm-hmm. It's been quite an intensive task, really, uh, that has taken a lot of working. It's not like they are fountaining out equipment, but the entire guild, that's the largest guild in Convert, producing a, a fair few dozen pieces a day. But you kept up with it. And that's starting to bear some fruits here. As you're shopping around, of course, part of your facade here requires that you actually purchase some weapons. Uh, you're spending a fair bit of coin, which Forge Master Thunderflare is reimbursing to you.
4: Well, I think we actually are actually buying stuff because we are have you? to outfit it. Well, we have to outfit a garrison for the okay. Citadel.
0: Well, you're probably down like Throughout two days of doing this, you're probably down like 40 gold, I'd imagine, and just buying uh, high quality but non-magical weapons and arms. You have your own contacts that you're working with through the Amblers Guild, uh, meetings that have been set up with you by Thunderflare, but you are occasionally uh, also ending up courting other merchants, other folk that are working within the town. Uh, just to keep up your guises. Uh, Someone who's looking for quality weaponry or just turns away every merchant that's not on their short list for some reason have, would be a little weirdly suspicious. And you you two would definitely be aware of this. Marshall is probably just deferring to your deceptive expertise. I'm just kind of going a little bit of his role (laughs) like He tests the
6: weapons. (laughs) He tests them very good. He's very good. He's practiced at it. If the weapon survives him swinging
0: it, it's of good quality. That One, is a legitimate, you know? Method, you know? In all fairness. That's fair. One merchant you would meet with uh, would have a mixed set of weapons. Some of them are the Ambler's Guild's work. Some of them are work from out of Cobbler. They're imports of more exotic weapons, uh, more curved scimitars inscribed with some simple swirling iconography of Seren Ray among the blade or the handle, uh, some sturdy long swords. From further to the north, that perhaps once were wielded in the final defense of last wall, antiques and artifacts alongside simple high-quality weapons from Cobbler itself. They're a traitor of all kinds. But some of the weapons, a few swords and a mace that they present to you, which look of standard dwarven make, they say are from the Anvilers Guild. At this point, <clears throat> basically everything that you pass when the Anvilers' Guild has your mm-hmm. sigil on it. It's been a few days of you, a few forge days of you doing that. There's maybe one occasionally that isn't, but never a full set of three weapons that all bear the same maker's mark that do not have your arcane sigil. Hmm. Further investigation, uh, as you Trishik pick up on this, uh, the man seems to be more than happy uh, as everyone in, in Cobbler takes great pride in their work, so going to be more than happy to direct you to the various smiths in question for commission work or for to follow up or see what else they may have. So it's no difficulty to get directed to the, uh, the shop of the creator of these weapons here. It is a man... Named Forge Master, or not Forge Master, O oh, to a lower rank of Forge Master B. It hasn't presented me with an entire list of Ambler still rank. Smith, I guess. Forge Guy. Forge Man. Forge Man. Forge uh, I like Smith. Probably just Anviler. It's the Anviler's Guild. Yeah.
5: Weaponsmith? Oh,
0: full Anviler. A- a- yeah. Anviler. Anviler or Weaponsmith? We'll go well. I like Weaponsmith. Anviler feels weird in my mouth. All right. Weaponsmith Markov. And with your investigations, again. You have direct direct uh directions to a shop. Oh, we're gonna mosey on over there.
6: Yes, indeed we are. Of course, telepathically letting Resman know that we have potentially found the culprit. Poor man. <laughs>
0: Marshall! Do you want to give me a crafting check?
6: I You know what, my <laughs>
4: the hero such point
6: is terrible
1: influence.
4: I mean, I think it's probably worth it honestly. Yeah. yeah. That's a 4. Oh. That's hilaut.
0: Uh, well this. Yeah, yeah. much better bad,
1: value.
3: Uh, that will be a 31.
0: Well, the 31. Notably, each of these three weapons bears the same sort of hidden fundamental kind of flaws. Of the defective equipment that's been coming to the Amblers Guild. Hey, I just kind of not sure.
3: Point it, and point out some of the. the it's flaws. nothing obvious,
0: and
4: it's what? What's you pointing at? I'm pointing at some of the flaws that I found earlier. What?
0: It's more just like while well, the the outside of the blade and everything looks to be fine. Uh, everything seems to be intact on the swords, for instance. You can see near the base of the blade itself, uh, it's welded attached to the handle perfectly fine, but there is a mark above it uh, that's kind of subtle and also just looks to be a coloration of the metal, uh, but looks like it is actually just a a hidden sort of cold shut within the blade uh, where the surface of the metal has been hammered over it and, uh, and uh, sharpened polished well enough to hide it well but in the if you know what you're looking for you know what you're looking at which marshall does there's a void inside that sword
4: i think it's roshine's turn just kind of like kind of drool (laughs) and not really understand what's happening but she'll just take your word for it so (laughs)
0: that's giant that's not oracle and this is a hero point From Dar Masson in the chat. Keep it going, Ragey Dwarf. Yeah. You can't have zero. That's Thank illegal. You. Take if this If you bang. use them, you get them. That is, that is true. That's true. it works. You can't get them if you don't use them. That is, I haven't so, had an opportunity. I haven't rolled anything in a I minute. I can't get them at all. <clears throat> so,
3: Dwarf is trying, uh, Marshall is trying to explain this to, uh, Dresby. So, basically, you see right there? Right right, 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 there. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see, Be- see what you're pushing at. Because of the way it looks like it's welded or it's just that thick layer It. That little imperfection. I, I, I think this was done on purpose for for whatever reason, and then he just goes on and on and on. Just
0: Deception Check would have told you you probably buy this weapon and talk about it elsewhere. Someone has you me doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
6: Not time, it right here. Nah, no, all three of them would have been bought. He would have been inspecting them back, like in a shed back at the Forge Guild or something, the Anvilage Guild. You can probably look at it as we're walking through the streets, yeah, honestly. Just it's a dwarf anywhere city. Not, I, mean,
3: a not, I mean, it's not common for a big dwarf to walk around an entire city of dwarves carrying weapons and just going it's not
2: <laughs> i mean you're like a kid like playing with his new toy that's all you are no, probably. i mean there's I'm a lot of weapons teenager.
6: back and forth down here everyone would be armed all the time in case a purple worm showed up
0: he's got probably doesn't happen in the town terribly often yeah, if it's nearby and you that's have to fair.
6: defend yourself
0: yeah sometimes it, it happens on the road sometimes it's a bad day if you're a traveling merchant yeah. the purple worm shows up
4: Plus like our disguise is
0: to look like shady people. So I feel like so. they are one of the highest level <laughs> common problems in Galarian is a purple worm. Mm, I that figured it sense. out by
6: the way, I'm wearing the unmemorable mantle, which gives you the same bonus
0: as the cloak of the Montabank. Ah. But Fair enough. I don't look like true Sheep. You just look like a dude. Yeah. You don't even look like a lizard, right? I just look like a Slenderman.
2: <laughs> a non- That's better. non distinct <laughs> human.
1: It's like there's purse hooks in our bathrooms. There's like sword hooks in like dwarven bathrooms, so that exactly. you can hang up your sword or your weapon when that's you're going. The, I mean, that's probably accurate,
0: realistically. It's probably weapon. <laughs> like realistically, inside it's most taverns, rack, yeah. there would be a weapon rack inside the door, like there'd be a hat rack and a weapon, a hat and cloak and a weapon rack, hmm. so you could hold your stuff. Is that's it? dwarvish tradition, don't you know? That? That's probably even on the surface, I imagine. Because again, yeah, people traveling with their weapons is very common. Like it's. It's almost weird not to, especially if you're going outside of a city. Mm-hmm. It's dumb not to. Yeah, yeah. Glorian yeah. sucks. Glorian sucks. I don't know how anybody's alive, but yeah. that's the same could be said of most high fantasy worlds. here. I mean, it's like Australia. How does anyone in Australia? It's like super Australia. Oh. It's like Australia. <laughs> the spiders could spit fireballs, yeah, and we nine feet long. You you don't walking out your front that you door. You want a death world until you
6: get off of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. Eh.
2: Imagine walking out your front door in a giant purple worm because It's lunchtime.
0: I, so, how you doing? Oh. You. Do your best to explain to Roshane what's yep. wrong and she so can kinda see what you're talking about, but doesn't really have the expertise to I just didn't understand take your word for it. I just
3: kinda gruff and go, Hold on, allow me to
0: explain. Walk over to hard surface with said weapon. If you just if you hold it flat side and just slap it on the edge of like a wagon wheel or something, you will physically hear a crack. Oh my goodness, I see what you mean now. At that point, it would be open on the edge of the blade. The blade would visibly be a couple degrees bent from the handle. That's what I'm trying to tell you.
3: And your sword could do that just by looking at the handle there. I mean, I'm not the best craftsman in my family, but I I notice Athena too from time to time.
4: Oh, that's so. Yeah, I can't believe you found that. Look at that thing. Yeah. So gracious. Roshi's gonna start looking at her own sword, just kind (laughs) of. Does this one have your mark on it? No, no, it doesn't. None of the three did these are all imposter weapons interesting let us go pay little visit
6: to what was the name of the person who forged
2: weaponsmith markov markov that's a name you can trust let <laughs>
6: us go pay. Little high visit truthiness play. rating on markov. that name yeah, perhaps it's someone i know based on name
0: <laughs> it's actually in a roxy. No.
1: He's in a roxy. <laughs> the weapon was they forged.
0: Each other, yes, I am dwarf craftsman. How can I help you? He also has an <laughs> memorable mental. Uh, Fake you beard. Had a disguise? <laughs> you head down to this shop on the southern I end of the, not the mark of your southern end of the Earthfire District. Uh, and you can give us the dungeon playlist here for a moment. And also, we're gonna try things we've done this before. Uh, this dude's picture should be in the thing that you can pop up on the screen. It'll be in the El Kavlar folder. He's had a single like It's the top dude there.
1: Why are you, you pointing you... at someone who doesn't exist?
0: Right click, view character artwork. So character know. not token. Hey.
2: Just so y'all know, the new studio is haunted, and we are talking to. I like I'm
0: talking to the studio ghost because we have this is the first house cop and then you can. I thought, it, show I thought that, it, and then you can I hit that top good. right button. Wow, wow. very trustworthy.
5: That oh, yeah. man should
0: put it on this. Ah, oh, look at that! Look at that! Yeah, yeah functionality. That, not a dragger at all. It's a relatively small shop, and a knock on the door after a moment would have it answered by a man who's a, a bit stout even for a dwarf. Uh, He's seen his fair share of years. He's clearly quite elderly. Uh, His All of his hair, top of his head to his beard, eyebrows and all. A stark, dull kind of gray. Uh, Home in his own shop here, it's all left loose and uh, relatively long. It'd be enough for some simple braids, perhaps, but uh, he doesn't look like when he's just working at home, he bothers. Uh, His face is almost gnarled. Uh, showing uh, a layered myriad scars just from the age of his life and minor burns and injuries from similarly uh, a lifetime of forging. That would be all too common uh, with Orban Kingdoms. Uh, and he, while he's dressed very uh, very plainly, simple blue collared shirt over some slacks with a black furred vest pulled over it. He would open, see the group of you. Uh, hi, uh, Weaponsmith Markov at your service. Is there something I can do for you?
6: I'll let you take lead.
0: Okay. So, you know, I motioned to step in. And he would step back over there. Of course. As you step inside, his, uh, his workshop and his home, seemingly one in the same, Again, not te- not a terribly large place. It doesn't look like he's done spectacularly well for himself. He's on the very edge of the Earth Fire District, but you walk into what is almost a small showroom, more than an intu- uh, a standard entry intu- where we are living in, almost like a-, a forefront. There's no counter or anything set up, uh, but there are displays and racks of weapons and armor set around the room. Uh, dwarven full plate and scale mail set up on armor stands, much like that one behind you right there, uh, gathered in the corner and both racks of maces and pole arms standing upright on the ground, as well as swords hanging from their hilts and cross guards mounted onto the wall. Uh, What looks to be a a fairly wide wealth of work that he has on display. Uh, All of it looks somewhat similar. Uh, Of course, each smith kind of has their token style, and his does appear to be quite plain, as many of the Anvilers Guild do tend to. Uh, They all look... Well enough. None of them look like incredible masterpieces or, again, have really any pomp or flavor to them, but they look serviceable and functional. Uh, but as he welcomes all of you in, there's no seating or anything in this main entryway, and you can see there are a pair of doors leading off uh, deeper into the workshop. Uh, but he reaches into his pocket, kind of wipes his hand with a little rag before stashing it again, turning back around. Uh, here more than welcome to look throughout my works here weapons arms and armor all of most i have in display at the moment fit for dwarven kind but i'm certainly capable of working a commission for someone larger or even with your frame because even as a person you would be like it's unremarkable you're just you're kind of slender manny getting up probably how tall is an average dwarf
6: an average dwarf
3: is know, probably, probably like 5'4.
0: Five, four, five, five, four five, like they're still medium they're not tiny yeah but i mean I'm, like a tall dwarf's like five eight i'm five six i think galarian dwarves i think are a good deal taller than your most fantasy dwarves which are like, like waist high little gremlins i was thinking like mid four high four foot Yeah, galarian dwarves are like here on most people probably okay i'm almost twice his height then. i can look it up in the core rulebook but i don't care that much uh you would loom over this man uh but he would introduce that, then just kind of look across the party.
6: And I'll, uh,
4: nod towards you while we're talking here. Um, so, uh, I'm going to, uh, handle one of the weapons that we didn't just break in examination. We were checking about the, uh, the town procuring some arms for an adventure of ours, and, uh, we came across these, uh, from a merchant up in the, uh, the foreign quarter. Would this be your work?
0: Well, it certainly bears my mark. I'd say it looks like it, uh, no reason to believe it isn't, but your words concerned me. I need hand it back to you. Uh, and
4: I, I'm watching him like a hawk all the
0: right. time. <laughs> everyone's just staring at this man. He looks a little confused, concerned, kinda.
6: Well. I believe we have uh, good news and bad news for you. The good news is you sold the uh, three weapons. The bad news is you have sold them to the wrong people. These are fakes and we can prove it.
0: I... I'm afraid I don't understand.
4: Well, certainly. Perhaps if you'd look at this one. And we'll take the one that Marshall broke over a wagon wheel.
0: It takes a look at the thing.
4: Would that be a sign of your handiwork, then? I'd be happy to give another
0: demonstration. Oh, no. No, this... This certainly shouldn't be happening. I... I suppose if a... A lifetime of swinging it flat ways by a lad as large as yourself, it's... It's possible, but it shouldn't break like that. If anything, it would snap clean. looks like it wouldn't take that much force at all
4: is this guy genuinely surprised or is he full of it
0: maybe perception check
4: let's do it yeah me too go for be my threes hero point
0: <laughs> hero point you're <laughs> scrutinizing oh, awesome. yeah. hero points what are you doing we ah, talked about this i saw it, it the we third talked game. about this what are you
6: yours is better all right, so I got a 35. And just
0: throw hero points down the table at me. Wow. All
4: right, well, despite when Witch Doctor's best efforts, I uh, got a natural one.
0: <laughs> so, uh, I mean, he does seem as concerned with this as you do. Uh, with the 35, it's you can't immediately tell, really. Um, he does Seem to obviously have taken pause with this, but you can't tell if it's because he's legitimately concerned about it or if it's because he's got got. Uh, what about you, Marshall?
3: For my perception, yeah, um, it was a 25.
0: So, yeah, I, he, uh, yeah, I mean, he looks he does also look can be he looks very much concerned about this to you as well, but he he hands this sword back over to you. You said you had more weapons than just
4: that. Indeed, the one you just looked at and claimed ownership of.
0: But there's something wrong with it as well. I gave it a quick look over, but nothing more than surface level. Seemed sharp. A fair blade. I see it again, perhaps? Of course. I'll get it back to him. He looks at it. something's you're right he turns it over and holds it like blade down by the crossguard, and is is looking up at the the pommel of the thing this pommel's supposed to be attached to the tang proper but I don't think the tang of this blade extends all the way down through the handle Something's amiss here. Bears my seal. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Can I just kind of gestures at the room. I'm an old dwarf, and I've forged a great number of blades, swords, maces, weapons of all kind, and armor to match throughout my career. I. Couldn't proper tell you With a simple look If a blade's mine Or a smith is similar make and work That's why we have the seals And the maker's marks in the first place But I In the middle of him talking
6: I need him to make a will save As I've been fiddling with my mantle And um He might be saying something different
0: What does that do?
6: If he fails the save then I get to adjust his memory slightly if he critically fails the save I can make him think whatever I want how does that help you I can make him think that he confessed to making forgeries and that he's given up the act
1: Hmm, that's big brain. Wow.
2: Wow. Oh, that's... Iron that wasn't supposed to be used that way, and you're using it that way.
4: <laughs> that is a brain. That's like your partner has already confessed, except you've already confessed. <laughs> My god, I have? I have. <laughs> now, if he fails, then all I get to do is
6: choose if he remembers what, like, our interaction. Basically, I can erase five oh, minutes of also conversation. total awesome, too. Yep.
0: As this...
6: If he uh, critically fails, I get to choose whatever I want.
0: As this magic from your mantle starts to seep out, he gets a little bit of a twitch above his eye. You don't know if he's consciously noticing it, but uh, it's. If he critically succeeds, he knows what I was trying to do. Trying to uh, trying to work magic like this on someone's mind an enchantment like this—it's something the body kind of reactively resists, even if he doesn't consciously know about it. But this magic would be unstoppable. Uh, Link 1429. Gonna give me this hero. Save
6: this man from a very interesting fate.
0: He's gonna get a
6: 34. So he succeeds, and as far as I'm aware, nothing happens. I think that's probably a nothing sandwich. Yeah, nothing happens. He doesn't know I did anything. He remembers everything
0: just fine. You feel that come out, and as he hands his blade back to Rasheen, something's something's clearly amiss a flaw such as that in a single weapons not of. even a smith is tenured as i makes mistakes now and again But three swords i like he looks like he's kind of racking his brain you can see the neurons firing at a thousand miles an hour Tell me,
4: Weapon Master, I don't see anyone else here. Do you work alone, or do you have apprentices?
0: I haven't ever taken an apprentice myself. Mm. But my goods only pass from my hands to the distributors within the Anvilers Guild itself before heading to the merchants. There's no one else that has contact with them outside of that. And
4: you take them to the Anvilers Guild yourself, do you?
0: Aye, that I do. Um, I have not the coin.
4: Can I, can I check that because i know for a fact these weren't in the anviler's guild because they didn't
0: have to mark on them you don't need to check that you know they were in the anviler's guild that's 100 thing that you know okay Hey, yeah. he is he just told you he took them to the anviler's guild himself okay so we know you, that this you don't need to roll line. with your okay. arcade ar- ar- okay. ar- ar- you know that's not true it can't okay. be true Very well. unless so. they were intercepted to whoever wherever you left them and taken out before you marked them
6: would you allow us look around and make sure that there's no one who has been potentially stealing things any signs of infiltration we would like to clear you you seem like an upstanding gentleman
0: of course please I, I hate to think that something may be amiss within the Anvilers Guild itself of someone working to undermine them or perhaps me I live alone I. my so, life's my work I, I can't imagine anyone I've made an enemy of all to this extent,
6: I'm going to offer my hand to shake it. It is a pleasure to uh, meet you, by the way.
0: Oh, reach it out.
6: Is he cold?
0: Not cold, no.
6: Okay, because Draugr are cold.
0: Yeah, he, uh, he he does not feel cold. He's not okay. a, a He does not seem to be a Dwerger unless he has some way to keep himself warm. Hand-worm. It's curious because <laughs> he's got hand warmers. <laughs> <He's got> hand- <laughs> he doesn't have gloves on or anything. He's in his own workshop. He had and his he pockets.
2: He's had his hands in his pockets the entire time
0: his hands have been out in front of him like handling your swords and stuff they just kind of clasp him in front of his chest and hands in there but no it's not cold
2: okay
6: so yeah well um i'll <laughs> i'll look around see if there has indeed been
0: somebody getting in and stealing his stuff and make me uh so as uh, he's looking out? what are you two doing well
3: <clears throat> honestly while he's looking around i'm just standing by the door keeping a very close eye on our friend here and uh, just kind of have my hammer at the ready in case he tries anything.
4: Um, While well, True Sheik is doing that, um, well, certainly on close examination, the marks appear to be fit, but uh, do you have your actual, uh, do you have the actual stamp seal that you use to make these? Perhaps we can investigate to make sure this, to see if it, perhaps it's a clever forgery.
0: I have one. It's not the only one that exists. Of okay. course, this is, a counterfeit such as this has never been a problem the Anviler's Guild has faced. Most smiths have, uh, several of these stumps, just for ease of access. There's but you wouldn't some...
4: keep them anywhere outside, uh, aside from your workshop, would you?
0: I have two here. I believe the forge Master has a copy of near everyone's of the Anviler's Guild. But, uh, I mean, other than worn ones I've replaced throughout the years, I suppose... They could be remade and it would be far from impossible to copy. Let's examine them then. Of course, get my workshops through this door. And he uh, opens of the doors that leads off uh, to what is a, a room with a massive, less a window so much as just a humongous hole that's 70% of the area of the wall where he's got a relatively small little forge. Uh, that looks like it's actually run off of a foot pump uh, that pushes the bellows rather than anything he does. It's a far cry from some of the spectacular things you've seen throughout uh, Kovler and certainly in the Anvillers Guild. Uh, he has a small little anvil, not much bigger than this book. And it's, it's clear that what he uses in his operations here is just what he has within his means, which don't seem to be great. But near the anvil, on a... A workbench uh, against the wall behind it, as an assortment of chisels and levers and files, uh, as well as a pair of small metal stamps, the, the backside of which show the clear wear of a thousand hammer blows, and the front, the insignia that you have found on these weapons so far. And he gestures to him. Please. Does it fit? Uh, it does fit. Okay. And like no rattle, no loose. It's like it's like. It's not like it's a deep. Thing like it's just almost a score mm-hmm. on the outside of it, but it does it does like slide into it perfectly. It does seem to match up exactly. And back. Hmm. you see anything strange about it? Something I miss? I'll look around. You perfectly. you give me uh, as you're looking through his shop. Uh, give me a crafting. Okay. I know it's not what you wanted, but
1: no, no, honestly, yeah,
0: it's still fantastic. Or, uh, yeah. The- Alchemical crafting is also regular crafting. Yep. Crafting, it's just crafting now. That's a 36. Ooh. With a 36. Marshall kind of showed you the flaw in this one blade, and you've seen a couple of these now. You're not a forge master. You don't know how to smith weapons well. But you're kind of slowly learning what little things to look for, what little tells there may be. Almost everything you check in this shop bears the same discrepancies the same issues and it's not like they're intentionally put there but it was made uh, they seem to have been crafted by a smith who isn't good enough to really make a high quality weapon but is good enough to cover that up to the average person that doesn't know what they're looking for hmm. They're very intentionally hidden and obscured but they're just flaws from a lack of craftsmanship.
6: I believe that this man has been an unfortunate side effect of the, uh, the flaws. I do not believe he is the culprit that we are looking for, but I do believe we should go and report this.
4: Come now. Probably wise. Thank you for your time. Uh, it seems that there's something amiss going on here. Uh, I imagine we might be coming back to look into it and trying to find out. After all, our employers would very much like quality weapons, and that's why we come to Kovlar.
0: Please, and if there's, if there's absolutely anything amiss there, or anything you can find about the source of these weapons, bring it back to me. I want this fixed. Of course, <laughs> Weapon Master. We'll be sure to let you know. I've dedicated my life to this craft. I, c- I can't bear to have my work in my name smirched like this after so many years. Oh, of course. It's a terrible tragedy, isn't it?
4: Please. Not to worry. We'll get to the bottom of it, I'm sure.
0: I, I thank you for bringing this to me, regardless. Of course. Hey. We-, we will let you know soon. I wish Torag himself to guide you. And find the sorcerer. Whatever's in the hell is going on.
4: Very good. Well, Weapon Master, we'll be taking our leave. Aye. Out so, the door. As soon as we get outside, go get the guts. We're arresting him. Just in case. Oh, <laughs> well, it's not just guts. Everything is fake. Everything? Everything in the store? Just Aye. The belt. And you just stay here. Keep an eye on him. Yes, Marshal, stay here with me. He's, He's not sh- getting else. Here's short to run. I'm actually getting the anviler.
0: But, I'm getting right right the right Forge here.
4: Master.
3: Uh, just pulls out Big grit Oh, don't worry. Nothing's getting by me today.
6: You have that box of sand, Marshall? Huh? Uh, it's a good place to use it. Use the sand.
0: Oh,
4: hold on. Just in okay. case. And Roshin's
0: off. <laughs>
6: this is way too <laughs> suspicious. You think I'm just going to leave? <laughs>
0: yeah. I think you're going to go outside and do something. I just wasn't sure why. I knew you obviously weren't leaving. Yeah. Um. Go, go magic. Sandbox. You go outside. You shake the sandbox. And it shows you the area around you in the Earthfire District. Uh, A good number of the buildings here have lower levels. So you see a wide assortment Mm -hmm. of undercrofts and basements and storage areas underground. None of which look outwardly suspicious given just the simple shapes that the magic sandbox can reveal to you. Uh, But Roshin, as you rush off, and it would not be hard to find guards like there are guards of the of the guild of arms pretty much just everywhere uh just kind of around
4: so here's the problem with me trying to get the guards Mm -hmm. is the guards don't really know we're doing this
0: they've been told so you're going
4: to you want to go to the forge master i'd like to go to the forge
0: master so you head back to the ambler's guild which fortunately within the earth fire district is only a few blocks away uh, being let in pr- uh, relatively quickly, as most of the daily smiths and masters there at this point are familiar with you, uh, Forgemaster, Thunderflare, for more than anyone else, has been very open about helping and supporting the heroes of Breachill as you help and support the city. And quickly, the Forgemaster herself is pulled from her task, her craft uh, left in the care of another one of the masters. As she takes the big rag, wiping some of the soot from her face. Hi. but I here I hear you in quite a hurry. Indeed, first break we've
4: had on your case. Oh. Uh-huh. Alright, um, well, I'm all interested. then. Uh, three weapons. Weaponmaster Markov. Two blocks over to the side. All of them bear flaws. We investigated his shop. He claims nothing of it. He claims he actually brought these here, but they're all missing
0: the mark. I apologize, but Markov, you say. Indeed. Weapon Master. He's not a Weapon Master. He's not even a guild licensed smith. He's failed the exam
4: two dozen times now. That's how he advertises himself, and in fact he's uh, knocking that crest onto the bottom there. Would that be uh, his crest at all, or is that from somewhere else
0: too? That's his personal sigil, but it doesn't tie into the Anvilers Guild. Um that's that's certainly the... odd, but I'm afraid he's been selling these
4: to merchants, uh, claiming that they're from the Anvilers Guild. He claims he drops those off to the Anvilers Guild where they've come from. Hello. His entire shop full of these things.
0: And they all have flaws. But alright, that's certainly something worth investigating. But these all bear his mark. The fortress we've had coming through with well, an assortment of different craftsmen's marks. Indeed. It's odd. But I uh I don't know that I see the connection. I this is certainly a problem as well, and something I'll address with personally if I need to. But, uh, well, I suppose it's... And she hands it back to you. Theoretically, not impossible to heat a weapon back up and forge a different mark of one that's there. In fact, uh, even a smith like Markov could handle that. I... I don't know. Perhaps this is just a bit of pity well enough inside me. I don't want to lay more claim to him than he deserves. Are Are you absolutely certain that he's the source of the forgery, uh, the, the fake weapons we've coming through, these defective flaws. He's the fault, he's the source
4: of these particular three, and he's also the source of every single other weapon in his shop, which all have similar issues.
0: The flaws in those weapons, and the ones that I showed you when you first arrived, they're, they are exactly the kind of mistakes a smith like Markov would make. It's not so much a lack of experience. My Torag is had a life to work his craft, but simply a lack of, perhaps, aptitude, understanding. They're difficult flaws to overcome, and some of the most common ones that we work with apprentices to, to push out. I'm not discounting the possibility of Roshin. Perhaps he's... I don't know. Purchasing a bunch of various weapons from different merchants with a bunch of stolen seals and hammering their own over his of some kind but while plausible I'm remiss to condemn the old man without proof he certainly very well seems like he's spent the vast majority of his life doing his best to attempt to hone his craft to get better I guess he's taken the Anviler's Guild exam a dozen, two dozen times. So what you're saying is that
4: these weapons, flawed as they are, and claiming, as he does, that they come through the Anviler's Guild, is not enough proof to show any actual malice from him.
0: Perhaps. Uh, and um, I'm not... Con- he, if he's trying to pawn off his goods, as the of the Guild proper. Again, that's a problem I'll certainly address. But none of the weapons that I've seen coming through my office, the merchants have been beaten down the door for, none of them have carried his seal. They've been the seals of a variety of other smiths, almost no two the same. Hmm. Then perhaps it's
4: as you say, perhaps he's been acquiring these weapons elsewhere and thus removing the need for him to forge
0: his own. But if he was acquiring weapons, a finer make than his, for more skilled smiths from proper weapon masters, they wouldn't have the flaws. Which then leads us to wonder, where does he get them? Solid question.
4: I understand he's not a member of your guild, but I'd like your leave to perhaps be a bit more harsh with him than I'd tend to be. Perhaps he'd be putting effort into covering up one flaw and hiding an entire other one.
0: Perhaps. Okay. Again, this is a matter even this matter is certainly not one I take lightly. I can't have him snurch in the name of the Ambler Guild. even if it's only to outsiders he doesn't think no know any better. Know which kind of difference. That for that alone he certainly turned some condemnation. But do what you need to do. If he is the responsible for these other weapons, these returns, these angered merchants. Do what you need to do to find a connection machine, but don't don't know how you operate up in human cities on the surface, but keep in mind this this may well just be a struggling old man trying to make a bit more coin. Putting a fancy name to his wares. Hmm. You have a good heart, Forge Master. I've been told too big sometimes, perhaps. Gets in the way of me hammer arm. Well, I'll
4: leave to it to us then. And uh, I'll respect it. I
0: appreciate this machine. Again, bringing this to me. Somebody needs addressed one way or the other. Hmm. Come back to me after you do whatever it is you're going to do. Don't hurt the man. Certainly not.
4: I'm no knee-breaker or thumb-breaker.
0: But if it is simply just a case of him front into outsiders, pretending he's a member of the guild, I'll send the guards down to accost him. Certainly a fine, at the very least. Very good, then. And, uh, perhaps,
4: who knows, uh, if it is a suspect, uh, he may actually provide more information on where we actually could obtain these sorts of things if there's a black market in goods of this nature going about. Aye. Right, then.
0: I'll take my lead. And so you head back to Marshall and Trishik, standing guard outside this workshop.
6: Probably not directly in front of the door, probably like right around the corner or something. All right. We'll see him leave.
0: As you, uh, as you arrive there, we'll hop over to Resme and Rez. we have gone back to speak with Talos and get some more of his tale.
1: We have a stop to make first. Um... The, uh, the Omri told us that they would be good enough to provide us a couple of scouts to take with us so that we might all share the memory of where he went, but Raz and I aren't familiar enough with the area to even know where he was or where he was going. But if we can get some scouts who have memories of all of the caves and landmarks, we may be really able to come up with something.
0: Okay. I know where that Lagerpable is. <laughs> so uh as you go, first to the Guild of Arms to hire some assistance. On staff, they assign you one of their scouts who uh, has been in town, uh, working simple leave for a few forges at least since we've arrived, and one that you've met before, Mish Oakcrest, the scout that you had already met, who escorted you out of Sagarok, already familiar with the Heroes of Breach at least to some extent, and a. Uh, yeah she's in there you got it yeah look at this we're getting with the sink the sink is happening she comes back out and standing tall arms kind of folded in front of her she sort of curtly nods to both of you i've been informed you need the aid of a guild of arms scout for some investigation and i've been ordered to assist
1: Well, well, yes, uh, it's a rather odd assignment, I'm afraid. Uh, we'd like you to help us, uh, with a man who was, uh, kidnapped by, uh, the group we're looking for.
0: Hi. The Sergeant said that you would need someone who knows the lay of the land and the lay of town?
1: Yes, uh, we're going to take you with us to the interview, and, uh, we're all going to share memories, and it's going to feel a little odd but I can assure you it's going to be very helpful. You can helpful. see like a
0: wince of visible disgust on her face at that. Sharing memories with an elf? Ugh.
1: Don't worry, uh, it will only be with Talos, the purpose of which is to find out where they took him.
0: Bye. Yeah. does that have been ordered?
2: Lead on. Yeah, I don't really understand how this is gonna work. This sounds interesting.
1: Yes, it'll be a lot like the experience you had uh, with um, with Trishik, except more than just you and Trishik can do it.
2: That yeah. was fun. I want to do that again. Are you me the can I hold that song?
1: No.
0: So the three of you make your way back down to the Gold Sky Inn, back to Talos and Olga's hotel room where they're still staying. Although they have very much wanted to leave Kavlar and head back from whence they came. They had agreed after a brief meeting with some of the Guild of Arms himself and I've talking to you to stay another couple of Forge days to assist as they can for this exact reason. To try and help you track down colds, the Scarlet Triad, whatever it is. Find the perpetrators responsible. Talos is looking much better. Uh, he is still largely hairless, but has a very, very fine Bits of beard that is starting to grow back along his jawline and his chin. The hair on his head, not really seeming willing to return nearly as quickly, save for up around his ears and a bit behind the nape of his neck. Uh, but dressed much better, looking much healthier with much more color in his face. He uh, quickly, uh, after answering the door, explains motions to his wife, steps out of the hall, and closes the door behind him. Uh, forge fire certainly blesses my path. But I'm in any way able to aid to help any other dwarf elfer well frankly with all respect whatever you are. Ysoki. Okay. Ysoki okay, then, for I'm suffering a similar fate to I. But I'm only remiss in that I'm not entirely positive how well that I'll be able to help you in investigations. I don't I don't recall much of my internment. They... It was a haze. I wasn't well fed. You can still see. And I suppose on one hand, your wife may thank him a bit for pulling a bit to the belly.
1: Will but you... They, will they... you try something with us? Of course.
0: I owe you my life. and My faith. And my faith is all I am.
1: Raz, I want you to help me with this.
2: What am I doing?
0: The the scout at this point is almost kind of like physically, almost sort of leaning a little bit back from the group of you. Very skeptical of whatever the heck is about to happen.
1: As she does that, Severin leans off my shoulder from the back as she turns around and kind of follows her back a little.
0: And as she looks and sees the bird, she would just swat. She'll
1: dodge.
2: He looks on the task. She's kind of just standing at her feet, just
0: disgusting.
2: Hey. I heard that. He heard that. He cleans himself every morning.
1: Alright. Raz. Yes. Yes. So there's a technique we're going to try. We're going to do. It's a type of memory recovery where we're going to ask him questions that engage all five of his senses. He may not have conscious memories of some of the places he was, but if we can get him to sort of feel the way he may have felt during it, if we can evoke some of that...
0: You're gonna defile this man's mind and make him relive the worst days of his life?
1: We're trying to save the hundred others that were held slave with him, so, well, yes... Surely
0: there's a better way.
1: Rath, I want you to try to use your magic to get him into a state where he's calm and he can focus.
0: Mm. And, uh, tell us Bell's said briefly. Well, miss, I certainly appreciate your concerns, but... I'm calm as the waters of the lake, still as a stone. I'm ready for whatever it is with so this magic or
1: me. Alright, um, so I'll, uh... Encantum in memorum Inface totalerum, and, um, Raz, me, him, and the scout's minds are now all linked via telepathy
0: so connecting here guys what are you thinking about um
2: i, I stowed did the way i'm still thinking about all the things i was thinking about last night with with
0: Trishik. connected to the power brain that is rez um you also feel another image another thought uh which is Rezme standing in what appears to be a cemetery on the north end of town uh in a small chamber, uh, a chapel of some kind to the edge of it with what looks to be a massive green-eyed stone bowl breathing some gas across you. Uh, You also surprisingly have the near absolute peace that is Talos's mind. It is nothing but an anvil with a warm glow emanating from its surface. Am I connected to all this too? You have the eye of the eyes on you? Always. Trishika, you're only connected to her specifically. You would get, I guess, a little like ambient echo of this through Resme.
1: Um, I really don't want to be distracted right now, so I'm actually going to take it and disengage from it. I-, I can really only be part of one subconscious discussion <laughs> if at a time. She, if she, I'm not good enough yet to like- You'd see some
0: weird echoes she, and then the connection goes dark. If she sets it down, Natasha picks it up. You and would the, see some weird <laughs> echoes of her getting breathed on by a massive stone bowl and then the connection goes dark.
6: Um, you probably don't typically get a lot from me.
1: You have a lizard brain. Yeah.
0: It's pretty
6: calm.
1: Oh, um, down.
0: Hungry. Yeah. Cold. I was going to say <laughs> food and cold. Probably the two thoughts that he
1: has. So in his head, um, Resme will take him through um, a few exercises first. I want you to try to recall the smells as you walk through the caves, what you smell in the early morning when the forges have just been lit, how the smell changes throughout the day, meals are prepared, uh, the the day gets later. And he and you some...
0: would get some senses coming from him in response. You would get first uh, almost an ashy, smell of the coals, uh, glowing faintly within a forge, and then, strangely, a smell of lavender would come through as he kind of centers and works this focus, the honeyed scent of mead, and a bit of that, just the tang of the bite of the alcohol.
1: Next, I want you to think about what it feels like when you run your hand over something, Rock, the hard, sort of, ungiving, cold nature. Water, a thing that gives almost automatically, and its temperature kind of adjusts to your hand the longer you keep it in there. Aye. The feel of skin, the feel of wood.
0: You would not... Focusing on the the smooth-worked wooden handle of a tool the soft sheets of his bed. <laughs> think
1: Now.
2: Think, think, um, of stories you heard, prayers for your god, sounds you heard, sermons, that kind of thing.
0: Of course, that peace never truly leaves my mind.
2: Let them fill your ears even in your mind space.
1: Now tell us how you felt what you heard, what you smelled, the night you argued with your wife and went to the inn. Describe to us the feel of the night. What were you thinking?
0: as he he thinks of that, and you start to kind of get a little bit of that energy, the first thing that comes up is an anger. It's not like a true hate, but more just like a blind rage, and very shortly that rage turns to a haze. You smell again that honeyed sweetness of mead, and that dizziness, and general lightheadedness, which kind of increases, uh, going almost to a point of floating, swimming. Uh, An extremely drunken dwarf. Drunk and angry. I want you... He winces a bit.
1: I want you to focus less on the haze, and I want you to focus about the temperature on your skin.
0: As he thinks. You feel the cool air of the cave coming through. It's still... Somewhat warm. The temperature never really greatly changes in Koppler, but without the Forge's ambient heat, you almost get a cooler sense of night, much like you on the surface.
1: Do you feel afraid? Nay. Why?
0: His, his mind starts to kind of uh, accelerate a little bit, and you see him heading out from sleep like a stone. The common room tavern they had left. You see him heading up this road, another Earth Fire district. You get a little image of his walk, but even his memories, even his direct connection here, this is hazy, literally blurred.
2: I'm going um, to actually, from the night that me and Roisin walked that same path, I'm going to fill in little bits here and there to kind of jog
0: his memory i've walked this path as you kind of sharpen it and add to that you see the face of a human woman who's kitted up in fairly light leather armor uh, something actually very similar to what your sheik used to wear before he ascended beyond the point where armor still helps him. And Man, he- got hindrance at this point. And uh, you see a woman with a short sword on one hip and a sap in her hand. Uh, you see this route from the road kind of waver and wander to un- a near indistinguishable alleyway as a second image kind of appears, almost separately. No real connection to the place. And then you see the road, the gravel of the paving change the stone of a floor. And you again see this enormous, like oversized capstan, this brass wheel. Uh, His, the scent changes from the air of the cave and the honey of the mead to sweat and all was the sulfuric tang of ash.
1: As you're walking, when do you feel the gravel, the give of the road, start to turn into harder rock? It feels different on your feet. As you walk, you notice it. It's something, it's probably the first thing you notice, because you've been at this pace for a while, and it felt... Rhythmic, it almost made you a little bit more tired, but then something changed under your feet
0: As he kind of focuses and tries to pull that through This feeling of his foot on stone floor The flat stone gives way to kind of rough rugged worked stone tiles Uh, Almost like a cavern floor paneled over and you can see a red glow. The capstan and the image of all these other faceless forms pushing it around fades. And you see something much larger. You see a hulking creature of some kind standing easily head and shoulders up above you. An enormous hammer in one hand and a length of chain in the other, his face like a skull, devoid of eyes or lips, but just fire emanating from within. And at that, Talos actually like, physically kind of recoils and flinches, and that image remove goes fear. away. fear.
1: She'll I, actually cast remove fear. As I, she starts to see him recoil, she'll pull the fear out of him.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, as she's doing that, he cast to <laughs> <laughs>
0: Remove very soothe. You're good. You're okay. If powers Fine. combined, you both kinda cast this on them. Uh, these two spells take a hold. And uh, you see the scout standing there watching all of this. She's still connected in all of it. And her face like contorts and she physically takes a step back from the group as the two of you are spellcasting. Reaches up to uh where a pendant hangs beneath her uh her light armor and uh, it's under her breath immediately starts just muttering prayers. This is some extreme
6: therapy, let me tell you.
0: Oh, look, the patient. Oh, it's happening. Spell, 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 spell.
1: No, focus back.
0: You focus back and you see this shape kind of solidify, sort kind of calcify in all of your minds. It's a dwarf, ostensibly of some kind, and his face is not a skull, but just devoid of features, looking like a corpse. The gray and green skin stretched taut across to form a face but still those gaps for his eyes and his mouth remain of just flame and smoke emanating out from inside and a face contorts into a grin perched upon a mountain of worked metal armor a fortress of full plate covering the rest of his body as the chain hand raises and lashes out you can hear the lynx rattling and a strike a metal crack, like a long sword on wood, but similarly like a whip striking. But Talos stays, and he focuses, and it goes back to this capstan, this this turning wheel. But beyond that, there's a door, a door that connects this area. But beyond it is the hallway in front of your room in the Gold Sky and where he woke him. And he focuses, he tries to think, tries to keep focusing on the smells and the feels, but he can't pull much between them. Because your vision it's flits okay. between the street, the inn, the dwarven figure, the capstan before finally it turns back to this hulking mass of a creature. And the red glow around him solidifies into a small pool of magma surrounded by anvils, fed by a massive pipe overhead. As he, he pulls that out, he says out loud, uh, I, it, it was connected to the magma channels.
1: It's okay, Talos. You did amazing. You did great.
0: They're they're forages. They're machines. They're linked to the system. There's not that many places that are, but I...
1: It's okay, you found the one piece that we needed to be able to find everything else. There's not that many places that can be.
0: Sorry, I can't remember more.
1: No, you did amazing. You're so brave.
2: Raz is gonna have to pull out a little piece of breakfast that he has left over and offer it to
1: him. And
0: this man at this point has got, like, beads of sweat before him on his brow. I'll take this for the food. <laughs> yeah, you're the most kind-hearted Yosoki I've ever met.
2: I'm the only one you ever met.
0: I. Okay. I'll take But still, I wager I could meet a fair few more and that'd still be true. All right. So... So, if I may pry.
1: Please, Uh, I think you've earned the right.
0: You're trying to find this place. Just help the rest to save whoever else is still trapped down there.
1: We know that there are more people alive down there. Now that we know, we can't just leave them to their fates.
0: You good hearts, you and... All of those that were there that brought me back out from that place. Whatever he did. However he saved me. An anvil is nothing without fire. Keep that goal in mind. Working without a goal accomplishes nothing. You got one and a clear one. Keep your focus there. What? Look at all those that still toil in that pit. And all those in Kovler. who may yet live. Never feel the sting of that Chained Lash. I don't know what that beast was. Mm. But even with their drugs, tinctures, I can't remember his face clear or stay.
2: I'm doing some quick thinking over here.
0: Make me a Bardic Lore or a religion check. So Bardic Lore. Bardic
2: Lore. You know what? Can I just, I know it's stupid. can I just cast
0: Hypercognition? Yes. Nice, two, six, six shots. Six times. Big brain. The big brain. Can you cast big Hyperignition? Big you need more D20 is good, sir? I need one more D20, please. Oh, there hold you go. On. The Malachite. Oh, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, you, yeah, Give me Nyx. Give the
2: Malachite. Give me yours. Power of friendship. The power of friendship. Do it. All right. Well, the Malachi jumped out, and the other one jumped out for 20. It's Frey. Malakite. we got? It. We got A20. A20. They got... So, that's a total of a 38, a 33, and another 33, and then another mats. higher than 33, and the rest were below, like, 30.
1: To heck with those dice. To we heck. want the cool dice. Which
2: was... That one's yours. That was mine. That one's Malachite.
0: This one was yours, I did roll a point. Mm. So, as you think... Back to the vision you saw, and the, th- the th- what did the twenty end up at? Huh? What did the twenty end up uh, with? 38, Thirty-eight. Think back through your mind of anything that that this could possibly refer to. Well, the face was almost certainly undead. Uh, that's that was near plain as day. Ne- Half rotted flesh, covering up an empty skull, powered by some profane energy what exactly you can't entirely be confident but you rack your brain assisted by this spell to think as hard as you can of this image you've seen and what you know of what's happened in and you end up linking a couple of things together a dwarf a zombie Droskar. there is a kind of undead oh name escapes me heresites that are born from creatures that either died in the service of an evil deity or have lived lives of such profound heresy that some say that the creation of a heresite is a divine punishment laid down from a god themselves for those who have spurned their teachings so thoroughly in life. Heresites are pretty uncommon. Uh, They're very rare creatures, but they are more common for those that have given their lives in the service of the evil god. What you saw, wielding a spiked chain, Droskar's holy weapon, standing tall, wielding it as a lash, driving the slaves they've gathered, it could very well be a heresite of Droskar or something much akin to it. is um, gonna just start digging
2: through his bag, find a book. Ah, I think it was in this one. Flip through the pages really fast, just rip one out and hand it the resume.
1: Resume will look absolutely horrified at what you just ripped out of that book.
2: This is, this is, I think, what he saw.
0: You would see on that, this bit of knowledge, Reskeep keeps the way that you would look at the information of of a heresite, you would see that these things are phenomenally difficult to destroy or exercise. Uh, Though they still have somewhat uh, somewhat corporeal bodies, mortal forms, they still cling to life in their original shell to some extent. They are powered by almost divine fury. And striking down their body is never enough to end them.
1: Good job, Raz. I have
2: a lot of, I have a lot of books.
1: (laughs) Talos. I know you don't know it yet, but all of those people down there, they owe their lives to you.
0: No. To you, to you, the Torag protection
1: but also you for being brave enough to go down back into the pit of hell
0: I and all that I am my life my experiences my memories I'm nothing but a vessel for Providence I deserve no thanks I've only done and I've only modeled my life as I can by the hammer and tongs
1: I'm honored to have shared your memories with you, even for a moment.
0: Thank you. Thank you, miss. I only regret that I can't give you more.
1: You gave us more than enough. Go home in peace.
0: It's no fault of cough letters, I suppose, but I've never been more excited to be rid of a city for good. For good. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. put sure. it behind me and never look back. be honest with you, I miss the sun. I haven't been down here that long.
1: See, this is what, you know, half of my childhood was like stuck in a library.
0: Well, you p- still have the scout standing there. And at this point, Interjects, all right. So what is it that you need a scout or the Guild of Arms for? Why am I here? Why have I been forced to endure this?
1: Because we want to know where that was. How?
0: By Torag's own forge. I might not have any idea what any of that was I just witnessed. You're putting visions of devils in my head, and I'm supposed to recognize them.
1: That man just went through hell to give us a vision of where he went and was held a slave and beaten to within an inch of his life.
2: Okay, so I'm just going to ask you, because you're right here. Are there any maps of, like, the infrastructure for the forges, for the lava chamber, for the lava pipes, everything that feeds through? Because he said it's uh, connected to that, probably.
0: Maybe. The magma channels are up-kept as the Stonemasons Guild, I believe. Oh, great. Um, well, they run, run most of the infrastructure. That and, well, the Anvillers Guild oversees some of it. I'm sure Fortress master Thunderflatter at least understands most of it and has their own copies if you don't want to work with the Stonemasons Guild. Yeah, that's fine.
1: But and you've you, seen it. You for
2: sure didn't recognize anything, landmarks or anything besides the big scary dude. Put that out of your mind, because that was
0: terrifying. You showed me a devil Infesting the body of a good dwarven man, oh, it's a more... pit, a lava, and a wheel. No, I don't recognize any of it. Okay, that's fair. I wouldn't recognize the tree
2: and forest, anyways. You um. don't.
1: There have to be places where those things would naturally end up. Places where those formations would be more likely.
5: Ugh,
1: my. Torax
0: beard. Ask the Forge Master, I don't know, ask the Forge Master or the Mountain Heart for any understanding of what who's got licenses and permissions or piping to access the town's magma channels in their basements. They run throughout the Earth Fire District. And
1: okay, that's good. Alright, we can go talk to the Forge Master Multiple Both then. of the
0: main channels, about half the flows I believe fountain into the Anviler skill itself, and the Forge Master gets to use that, but there are some private forages throughout the Earth Fire District to get to use uh, the of magma as well it's not all go into the guild hall of the anvilers
1: like like where
0: i don't know map. Ask the mountain heart I, I know i can give you a map of the area i can't give you an infrastructure grid of the piping
1: i i just want to know where the forges are
0: yeah. ask the mountain heart the stonemasons guild installed them they
1: carved all the pipes and tunnels he doesn't want to help us
0: then ask the forge master he'll well, know i don't know i've been ordered ordered here to help you if identifying some area of kovler nor does this anything to do with the city itself. There's nothing I can recognize. Hmm. Oh, that was useless. So,
1: no. the it, it wasn't, but.
2: Well, she was useless. Sorry to bring you out here to be useless. Am I done here?
1: Um. Oh, I should think so. Thank you. Here.
2: And Somebody her has
0: treat. a very sour personality. And she just kind of looks at it and looks at you and just turns and leaves. And still, she's still in your telepathic thing. So, Uh, you still get a vision again.
1: No, I'm hanging out there because now I want to see if she's seeing stuff and just not telling me.
0: You get again a vision of what appeared to be uh, fervent penance and prayers to Torag, followed by another vision of you in a strange chapel by a graveyard with a stone bowl breathing down on you again.
1: Um... (laughs)
0: <laughs> and uh, Talos kind of looks... Boy. Never pleasant working with the Guild of Arms. They well, pity you having to put up with them on a regular basis. They're kind of stupid. Shoot It's the same throughout all the kingdoms. There's only one kind of dwarf that signs up for the Guild of Meatheads and Sword Swingers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
2: sounds like Marth's kind of guild.
1: Well, thank you very much again. <laughs> We'll be heading back. <laughs> Good luck, Kalos. Yeah.
6: You don't know he said that. <laughs> Marshall sneezes. Um, I think like, he said that. I don't know.
2: She, she Rez, exactly. Yeah.
1: We're going to follow her for a bit. You you game?
2: Sets Mataz on the ground.
0: Here go. Follow her.
1: Uh, I'm going to cast Inviz on both of us.
0: And you, uh, you get as you cast it in this telepathic connection. Get me get your minds out of my head. Release me from this, please. I'm done. Like <laughs> I'm hearing like a thesis in 26 different languages
1: now. Um, I'll shut Raz out. <laughs> <laughs> but then um Resme is going to try to quiet her mind to the point where she doesn't know I'm still here, but we're following her.
0: Give me a stealth check. Mental stealth. Mental stealth. Mental I'm Gonna sneak through the mindscape.
1: Excuse me, get out of my mind palace. I'm <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm gonna reroll that.
0: <laughs> That's a nine. <laughs> yeah, what are you no. doing? What are you doing? Don't just throw coins at me. What's happening?
1: Uh, so, um. She'll in there and her anger toward her will take over a little bit and she'll. <sighs> try to block out the aggression the way her father taught her, uh, when he was first teaching her magic and how to quiet her mind. Okay. And she'll try to take her emotions out of it and just listen.
0: Sneaky. Sneaky. Less, not, not super no, sneaky.
1: good? Uh... Hey,
0: you got him. You got another
6: one. You got a
1: hero
0: point, right? You can't got not point, hero point, point a hero
1: point? point. No. Best him, oh.
0: Hoover, I mean, got,
1: it's still a 25, it's not horrible.
0: That 25 is absolutely not going to hide from the Guild of Arms scout. Yeah, I know. Um, so you try your best, but hiding yourself on a telepathic connection is incredibly difficult. Uh, yeah. Especially for one who is a career scout who is so well-attuned yeah. to getting the input from all of her senses. Um, uh, you get a feeling you're not really gonna be able to hide on this.
1: I'll back out. Okay.
0: Just hang up the, the Discord. So yeah. <laughs> Do you hang up your Discord I call. I hang up my
1: Discord call. Um, um, well, it was a good try anyway. We have a lot of information we previously didn't. Yeah.
2: He's very strong door. You're a very strong door. Because I was still standing right next to him. I
1: didn't move. <gasps> uh, come on, Raz.
0: Oh. So as you guys leave, back over to Markov's shop. As Rasheen arrives, back to Trishik and Marshal.
4: Well, has the old man tried to pull any fast ones, or is he still in there? And did the sandbox show anything? Nothing yet.
6: As far as I'm aware, he is still inside.
4: As far as the gun of the as as far as the forge master is concerned, he might just be an old man who's well reaching for a bit of glory. Um and not being terribly wise about how he goes about it. I got a bit of glory.
0: Lopey Caster, no one can compete with Resmé's mind piracy. Look (laughs) at her. She is the wizard now. Mataz, bear this proudly. Thank you, Mataz.
1: You are the king of my Inception team.
0: (laughs) 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 But, as Rasheen explains this.
4: Well, it's possible that... uh, Perhaps he's obtaining these weapons through a list means and I'm trying to pass them off as himself. Perhaps if we ask him a bit more directly and a bit more forcefully, we might actually get oh. him to confess to such a thing. Forcefully, you say? I walk up to the door. The forge master specifically asked <laughs> us not to do him any physical harm, but I'm I don't. Not good at Kicks down door.
0: So he just booed the door in. Well, I can't say I didn't try. Markov is not just standing in his front room, but he does pretty quickly kind of scramble in through the back door. We know the one that leads to his workshop, the one that presumably leads into the place where he actually lives. Scrambles uh, quickly. You hear some scattering, some things possibly falling over. And he opens opens the door and throws it open uh, with a battle axe in his hands. (laughs) That's cute. Come here. We're going to have a talk. (laughs)
2: I just, what?
3: What's your axe down? We're, I, we're just gonna have a quick conversation. I kicked it off the hinges. You
0: kicked the door all the way to the house. What, what have you done to me, door? I, I, I just carefully take the axe out of his head. Just put I it down. down. Just I'm sure just he just do just do. He's an old man. He just to take the axe out of his
3: hand. Put it down. So this is what we're gonna do. I just pick him up and slam him over against the cop. Now, listen here, Intimidate. <laughs>
6: I'll
5: actually okay. assist. Stand right, like uh, a Well,
6: hit roll one. first
0: then. Let yeah, Rashiq, not you. Let uh, Rashik roll
6: first. Uh, that doesn't we, count. I didn't see it. Rishik, uh, roll to aid. Can
0: Rashiq oh. aid also? You can- Remove th- the thing. No. Oh. Technically, I don't think two of you can aid one I, person. Rashik, give me your aid. <laughs> Alrighty. Sorry, one train. of the dice games is auto-focusing, weirdly. I think I actually, that's because- the I'm, because a, I'm a master,
6: master of So you know. Well, you have a plus one because that's a 29. If it's a 20-something, he gets a plus one. I'm taking it.
4: And that to the dude, bank. how do you guys do that? Okay. I, that actually frame. ramped off the oh, back thing failing. so Oh, mega failing. Like,
3: Better, uh, no, I'm
5: going
3: <laughs> to... I'm going to... him a couple more times.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but literally what's going to happen is this. He's going to do that, like, like, hold on. That doesn't feel right. I mean, let me try it again. Maybe he right. the right hand a little bit higher. Bam, there we go. <laughs>
1: Yeah, much, better. much better. So
3: that's a plus one, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a 39. <laughs>
5: he's going
6: to
0: uh, piss himself. Slam <laughs> this old man back into the don't wall. Have to scare him. It just happens. Kind of re yourself and slam him once again. So, uh, he thinks-
3: so here's what's going to happen. We know you're playing dumb. I know I'm an expert. Anyway. My. <laughs> You see my friend over here, the one with the very sexy red coat. So yeah, the
6: looks he of the sexy lizard.
0: Oh, you, you can't see it. Yeah, it's not, he's unmemorable right now. He you, looks you like, oh, that's I, right. You still look just like a tall guy.
6: man. You look at me, think I might be Rosheen Look at Rosheen decide I'm probably me. <laughs> and, anyway, whatever. Point is,
3: we know the effect and you're involved somehow. And you've been lying to us since we got here. spit the beans, otherwise. You may or may not be in one single piece by the time the gods get here. He kind
0: of puts his hands up and says, look, look. Oh, please. Mercy on an old man. All right. I'm being, uh, I've been... I've been blackmailed. There's a group of... Oh, it feels... Foul to even say the name. There's a uh- cult in the town. A bunch... Worshipping the forgotten sun, giving penance to Droskar.
3: I look at Rasheen. Ah, uh, that sounds like some weird religious stuff. You know anything about that? That is exactly what we've been
0: looking for. It's one of Torag's children. one that's turned from his fire in the quest for Sky. He led the Dwerger, the but it's not a Dwerger leading the cult. It's a dwarf, a woman, Scarlet Emberbeard. Um, upon hearing this name, Marshall,
3: the tight around his collar, grippings, and you start seeing like uh, a little bit of like steam, if not like a burning, like- I'm telling you what I know, please. No, you're fine, lad. Slams him down into the chair. That's not a chair, but- Whatever. slam him onto the floor, sitting. (laughs) I'll just make the old man crater into the floor. (laughs) BAM!
1: Happy birthday to the ground.
3: Well, if you would have told us sooner, maybe this would be less painful. By this time, I would hope the guards would be here. Nobody's called I, the guards. But, yeah, but didn't you did kick a door
0: in, the so that probably would have definitely gotten enough attention for guards to come. Um, and, you know, booting in the door in the middle of the freaking Earthfire district. Uh, as he hits the ground, uh, a pair of guards do arrive at the door here. And uh, on the ground... Markov, kind of holding his general self, almost sort of on a side of field position. As I'm walking out the door, I'm like, I toss him a potato.
3: I'm like, here, you whiny old man. Walks out.
0: And you walk out, and a pair of guards approach. Uh, sword, or uh, not so much sword, but uh, but mauls out in hand. They've got some pretty big mallets and uh, face guards down on their helms. Hi, uh, hey, hold right there. Stay as you are. Order uh, get out of arms. Relax, I'm with Bronzebeard. You know the rest. That's cute. <laughs> kind of look at each other. What, did you? We just you just kicked this door to pieces. I'll fix it later. And uh Rasheen and Shashi, go to you two doing? Watching.
6: <laughs> like I'm, I'm just over on the counter.
4: Uh, Rasheen's gonna kind of look at Marshall. About the old man. Oh, you're fine. Cross and cast a heal on him.
0: <laughs> Marshall. Nice reroll. Gotta keep him intimidated. Kevin Kitarn, putting you back with a hero point here. I appreciate it, buddy. And the, the second guard. Uh, I don't right know what this fancy magic is, but three of you, put your weapons down. You're under arrest. I don't have any weapons out, and you're not
3: arresting me. Look. If you really want to talk to somebody, talk to the forge master.
0: Tell you what, actually. Look, if what you're saying is true, then we can do that. But I don't know that right now. All I know is a three of you just broke into this house and by the looks of it, beat this old smith. I, w- ah, I, I would
6: like to specify one man broke
0: into hell. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the two of you followed him. And the first guy said, so uh, I don't I'm know what's going on here. Heart, really. I don't know what you're doing, but... If you're working with the Forge master or the the commander or any regents or whatever, we can get that sorted out. But if you're telling the truth, put your weapons down and come peacefully. I'll walk with you, but you ain't cuffing me. Let's kind of look towards each other. Take your weapons out, lay them on the road. And he reaches out and just almost kind of shakily uh, pulls up a pair of handcuffs. We're coming the three you and bringing you back to the jail. If you're telling the truth, you have no reason to worry about this. If the Forge Master will support you, you'll be out within hours. Officer, we're in the middle of an
4: investigation. Perhaps you can delay what you're doing at the moment instead of, investi- in this, instead, of in, instead of interfering as you are. And that's a group coercion.
0: Okay. Group coercion.
4: Yes. No,
2: Would you in. like some
4: help? Probably use it because I can't appear to roll about a six. I'll take a hero point on that one. All right. What do you got, Marshall? Uh, I rolled an 18 on a die
3: for that. More plus... than 30, I'm sure. So plus my 20. So that's good. Okay. Been...
0: What's, what's your proficiency? In... I have master. So you get a plus three Ooh. for a master critical aid.
4: Because I am a scary dwarf. So that's a 17 plus the critical critical aid is a 20 plus my intimidation is a 43.
0: And, uh, Whoa.
1: <laughs> that is now, the big this, number. Charlie this Fevering. is how you
0: make someone piss their pants. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them holding their malls up almost kind of defensively in front of them. I
3: kind of like look at you and just go, eh.
0: This is, kind of the a, thing. this is kind of a big scene in the middle of the street. And you can see obviously that the rest of the dwarves going about their business in the Earthfire District have kind of cleared you a, a large area. but We're still in the shop, right? No, we're outside. outside the shop. He came yeah. outside the shop. You came out outside the, I the shop. Where... I'm in the shop. I'm in the shop. I didn't leave. You're talking through the doorway then. Yeah, Marshall's on Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm you just can, sitting the, the doorway. Watching.
6: Like, this is entertainment.
0: Uh, and Marshall outside, and Rasheen as well, you would be able to see that some other guards are making their way over from the distance. Not really sure what's going on, but clearly there's some kind of a disturbance and they're on their way. And uh, they kind of look through the door at Rasheen. And the first guard, uh, aye. All right. Well... If you'll come peaceably, we won't cuff you, but if you'll walk with us just down to the holding cell, we get this sorted out. We'll contact the Forge Master, or the Commander, or whoever. And if you're working with him, he'll be free to go. Good man, good man. Soon
4: enough. We'll be along as soon as we finish. Now, Markov, uh, go along. Uh, Continue
0: what you're saying, please. And uh, the old man lying on the ground here is the two guards are standing outside. Definitely not willing to move on Marshall here. I'm just kinda of sitting there with me, grid like, come on. Sort of I holding himself. To, I
3: want all of you, that's right. I've been uh, bored all
0: day. Those cultists have been blackmailing me. Forcing me to do their bidding. I don't know to what ends. I don't know if this is some penance of that seed for the if they're trying to undermine the Anverse Guild directly. But they give me their orders. A woman I meet with a human. Uh oh gods, I don't even know what their name is. They threaten to kill me. I don't have much
4: choice. Look at I me, mean, I can't fight. No, of course you can't. I can clearly see that. <laughs> and uh <laughs>
1: You guys are make,
0: jerks. <laughs> well,
4: unfortunately, he kicked the door in, so I'm per, kind of rolling with it. Make me a perception
0: check.
4: Machine. I'm just using, you know, martial logic. Ah, uh, my dice. Uh that's a 27.
0: The 27. Uh, well, I guess I don't really need to roll. Inside. Uh, you want me to roll? Sure, you can roll it to your inside.
2: Just chill like we'll a wizard.
0: Well, <laughs> you know.
6: I'm rolling perception for it, but I'm going to look real close <laughs> I assume it's to see if he's telling the truth.
0: It's to see
4: the monster sneaking
0: up behind us. Better That tripled. That's uh, a 31. 31, uh, you and then Marshall outside. I forgot Marshall's outside. I'm done. We really need to roll for this. Uh, we build a, Marshall, you would see that some guards are approaching. They're coming kind of, kind of quickly. Um, it looks like another pair of them coming from down the road, and as they see, two guards, balls in hand, standing facing you, giant axe in hand. Uh, one of them pulls out a whistle and blows it. And from inside, you hear a pretty shrill whistle call out. Uh, and then they both draw their mauls and hurry up to the scene as well. Ugh. Not again. We're doing fine,
4: Marshal. We'll wrap it up. I'm gonna get bored and eventually start smacking. Well, look now, Weapon Master, uh, certainly because we've, been, we've become quite so public with this it's called it an interrogation, um, you might not be safe once it become, people realize that the beans have been spilled, why don't you come down to the station with us? And that way you'll be nice and safe, in case anyone tries anything.
0: Oh, I can't. I don't know how far this cult works. They claim to have regents and guildmasters themselves under their thumb. I'll, I won't be safe there, it will kill me. It'll kill me in the jail. You won't be
4: safe here, and you're not going to be in a cell. After all, you'll be testifying against us, won't you now? At least that'll be your official story. Uh, alright,
0: alright, it's fine. Oh, you're fine, Krasach. Uh, kill uh, him back up to... I mean, he's fully, like, he's in full health. He took, like, a couple points of non-lethal damage. You shoot your first kill, but okay, I'm perfectly perfect, fine. Perfect. He's just, like, he's groups. a very scared old man. Okay. <laughs> very scared old man. <laughs> well, he stands up and kind of totters over towards the you and out of the door, where there's now four guards, and uh, the two that are approaching blow on the whistle again. And you can see, with that, more guards are hurrying weapons out uh, oh. from basically every direction. Uh, summoning damn near every guild of arms member in the Earthfire fire district have fallen on this location. It's a slow day, you see. I believe um, I shall take
6: my leave now. I'll talk to you later. Turn invisible. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I had my fun. Time to leave. Nah. Now then Marsha, let's go take our licks for disturbing the peace. Come along weapon master. Ah, uh, fine. I played nice. Put my
3: ax away and I just grumble, grumble. And I, as soon as one tries to even touch me to like attempt to
4: arrest me, I just go. <laughs> Come along, Marshal. 18 more Forge days. That's all you have to wait.
0: Fine. (laughs) (laughs) They, they, uh, walk you down the street. Uh, ends up being six guards forming a formation, four behind, two in front, as they lead you through the road out of the Earth Fire District and over to the, uh, the Commerce Quarter, which is where the Regents' Hall and the Hall of Oats and all that are. Uh, taking you not to the, uh, of course, the Regent's Chamber, but to the Hall of o- Hall of Oaths itself, where those smaller side offices where we were shown the forgeries in the first place. Uh, this building, this complex here, much more of a <clears throat> sort of courthouse of kinds where not only are all of the kind of clerical things, the goings-on of the Council of Regents dealt with, uh, but it also seems to be where their courts and their simple jail is held. They don't I mean, Cobbler's a big enough city that they require a jail, but as they lead you in, the guards taking you into the building, you would absolutely be losing your weapons unless you are willing to fight all the guards of Cobbler.
4: I mean, it's not like Roshin's even wearing her battle plate because she has her, um, basically her merchant getup still on the same day. So she's probably honestly has like maybe a short sword that's just for show and her clothing, so she'll give it up just fine. Did the guards not
0: question the third guy disappearing at all? They don't know what to do with it. They have no idea what to do about that. Also, I mean, also you were not noticeable. by this man, and you were unremarkable, so. They barely have time to assess what's going on in the scene here. Like, I they, will be there
6: ahead of time, not wearing the unmemorable mantle then. At the yeah. Hall of
0: oats? Yeah, just like they're pretending I was on business. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, but as they take you in, Marshall, you're giving them your weapons?
3: I'll politely stand right here and not move, but you're not taking me weapon.
0: If you refuse to give your weapons, they will attempt to take your weapons, and if you resist that, they make it very clear they will use force.
4: Oh, oh Marshall, I promise. I promise they won't be doing anything bad to Big Red while it's in the closet. Now, now, it shouldn't be kicking in doors. It just complicates things.
0: We'll keep them filed properly in lock up. And once everything's sorted out here, we'll get them back right and proper.
3: As I effectively hand back the axe, I'm just like looking at the, the merchant or whoever handles it. The guard. It, the guard. I'm like, anything, even a speck, is out of place with Big Red. I'll add your blood to its collection. <laughs> <laughs> How do you signing this? Taters, <laughs> that's my secret.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then totters around as the two of you are led into a town cell within the Hall of Oaths. So
6: I, I yeah. will definitely come inside noticing, oh, Rasheen, Marshall, what happened? What are you shit?
0: in the cell or are you just. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that
1: makes total sense, actually. Water being
0: led in. I'm going to be like hey
6: wh- what happened
0: this is not like a public area you'd be allowed back in so if oh, you like no, when they got there. oh well you're bringing into the area okay yeah. fair enough and um
6: definitely i want to roll deception to just join the entourage of guards no it's just them they're very distracted by him trying to to uh, get his weapon. To go to jail? Yeah. I feel
0: like this could have been achieved by just not doing anything. Yeah, but, a, but I get to keep all my stuff. Do you want the deception to walk into the jail cell with all of your weapons? Currently, I have a clan dagger and a short bow. Oh, you know, yeah, your short bow is not super concealable. I
6: don't care. <laughs> my my point is to walk in. And just kind of join them, and then open the cell door, and we walk out.
0: I would let you. You could roll a deception to try to get in without losing your clan dagger. Well, like they could be distracted enough for that. You would not be able to. No one have no one Notice that you brought a bow and arrows into the cell. I'll give them the clan dagger and the bow. You just want to go in with them.
6: Experienced smuggler. The skeleton key. I automatically get a 15 plus my thievery to sneak it past.
0: It's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's stealth. It's conceal. Oh, no, conceal an item is stealth. Whoops. Well, then that's even better. Conceal an object, yeah. So, so you. I get a 38 to see. You hand over. Roll in. me a deception check then. <laughs>
6: wow. Well, um,. Uh, apologies. I, <laughs> and I'll be joining my friends. I have to keep a good eye on them. This is kidding and we're going to re-roll that three. You know what? The purple dice hasn't been rolled today. Let's roll the purple dice.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Bold movement. move. Here it comes. Swapping Bold d20s. And
6: okay. So better than the last one, technically.
0: So what is your deception?
6: Uh, better than my stealth. That would be a... 31 on a five
0: i think a 31 would definitely allow you to in the that's ensuing confusion of what's probably one of the bigger events that's happened in town recently uh make your way in using your expert smuggler to conceal the skeleton key as the three of you are brought into lockup i'll just, I'll just walk in like willingly here's my stuff yeah give me a short <laughs> bow give me clan dagger <laughs> yeah like i've
6: got no problem with they're to to file and be like taking care of my who friends. gave me
0: these like <laughs> making
6: sure they're okay get inside all right doors unlocked
4: did you seriously just break in here to come to
6: jail with us now wearing the count the cloak of the Montebank, not the unmemorable mantle uh the um i have the skeleton key i would have given them my uh my weapons right and um yeah pretty much is very fun actually so Nobody even knows I We'll, need
0: we'll cover <laughs> what happens <laughs> in and this.
1: You mean this. law and disorder in over here? In our next
0: <laughs> episode.
1: That's true They're having a great time,
0: oh. making a lot of
2: progress <laughs> out here. Smith, <laughs> uh, how do you think they're doing? You think they're getting a lot of
6: information? You're making well, telepathically, lead? I would have told you that I followed the two of them in jail. Meanwhile in jail.
1: <laughs> I'm fairly certain they're A, in legal trouble, and B, they're going to illegally get out of it.
3: Oh, uh, duh. Did they, did they, that's did they get a lawyer?
6: Specialty.
0: So, yeah, of course. When we return Hi, Chaos here. to How the Age of Ashes, <laughs> while well, we've learned some things, we've gotten some more knowledge. We have some more leads to follow as to finding this cult of Drosgard. that does seem to exist. We also have... We also are in jail. Which, honestly, it's kind of a miracle that we got this far in the Age of Ashes before...
1: Someone threw us in jail. We just got arrested
0: by regular guards. That's not (laughs) like... It's not like this is a corrupt mob shakedown or anything. You just... Kicked the door and beat up an old man and got arrested.
1: So. See, this is what happens when you don't bring the good character with
6: you. I am being the good character. I'm going to get them out without any trouble. You're being so
1: chaotic right now. I can barely bring the same oxygen as you. But
0: here's the problem. Those of you who wish to see what happens the next episode, it is not going to be next week. Unfortunately, the Two Perceptions show is going to have to miss our adventures uh, i believe it's the first of may actually oh. is next saturday yeah we uh we there are actually apparently several of us that have mild to severe difficulties on that day so it's probably just easier for everyone involved it turns out to just not do it which is unfortunate oh. but i think our general rate of success is actually really high we've only missed a couple of shows in the oh, well every yeah. year we've been running this but next week is going to be one of them so we'll be back here in two weeks math says that would be the 8th of may second saturday of this coming month with another episode of the age of ashes thanks to paizo for sponsoring our adventures for running this adventure which is a general framework we then proceed to completely ignore and get arrested um
1: and that's what heroes do mm.
0: what heroes do sirenscape of course our partners for the sound sets and the audio here giving us this nice stuff you got to wait a couple of weeks but it means we got a couple of weeks to I guess figure out a jailbreak.
1: You mean to be idiots? What? What do you mean, figure out?
0: I'm going to break them out. If
6: I get caught, I leave.
1: Dude, I just just go back to jail. No, no, no! no, You don't understand. (laughs) I just found out that you're in here. I'm gonna go talk to Thunderflare. We're just gonna come and get you out.
0: Or I could just walk out the door. I'll be in her
6: office waiting for you.
1: You're a weirdo. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Thanks, everyone, for being here. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out in the channel. We will see you all two Saturdays from now. Another episode of the Age of Ashes. Good night, everybody. Age of Level 12. Just remember, Crunch Enjoy the rest of your-